0: Thank yeah. you. Once again, we have too much to get to, so we're just going to launch into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 223rd episode of What's in the Box Office, your weekly look at movies and the money they make. Each week, we sit down and pour over the weekend's box office returns and say what we think they mean for the industry at large. I'm your host, Brian. And I am your host, Noah. Yeah.
1: We sure do have a lot to get to, so let's get right into my top five Scream movies.
0: Oh, okay.
1: There are six of them. So, one, it will be left out. See, I didn't account for six. I oh, interesting. Should have and quickly
0: can. Yeah, you can. You, I, uh, we all know what your, your last yeah, place Yeah, all right. Is.
1: Let's see. So, I'm going to put that there. We right.
0: will be omitting the 2000 film Scream 3.
1: Yes. Uh, I don't think Scream 3 is good. Uh, and yeah. the rest of them are good. Not a fan of camp. So here we go. No, I just I think it's bad. I think the first two were campy. Mm, I not as yeah,
0: not the kind of camp I'm talking
1: about. Okay. Uh. Well, no. I I don't look at the third one and be like this movie's too campy for my taste. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just think it's uh, not as not compelling and poorly done. Yeah. 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 Uh. Anyway, my number five is going to be Scream Four. Okay. Uh. Which. I find, you know, we watched all of these relatively recently. I know. And uh, I was
0: about to say, I was going to say, maybe it's due for a WeWatch, but we just did these. Yeah. But I don't remember very one... much about Scream exactly, 4. That you're
1: always like, huh. Yeah. I, I distinctly remember the the sensation of being like, oh, it was good again. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, but, and like, I know Hidden tears
0: in it. Mm-hmm.
1: But like, she's not the main character.
0: So is a No, she's the best friend. Of the main character Jill, played by Emma Roberts. Okay.
1: Uh, yeah, that doesn't ring a bell. A Culkin rings a bell. Culkin, Culkin was killer. It.
0: Yes. Uh, it 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 came out t- t- how many years ago? Uh, came out in 2011, <laughs> so 12 years ago. Yeah, like the the okay, statute so of limitations Emma has Roberts passed. Is also I will killer. not reveal
1: the killer in Scream Six.
0: Emma Roberts is also the killer. Jill, there's two killers. She's, she's the main character. She's Sydney's niece. I know. Isn't okay. that interesting? So yeah. Yeah. See, I, I forgot. I, she's I, I, Sydney's niece, and sc- she's uh, uh, mad at the attention Sydney got, and she wants to be very famous.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm looking for a, I'm looking for a rewatch of Because I forgot the specifics, but I remember it's I'll, good.
0: Well, in a few weeks, I'll probably just end up paying $15 to buy it on Blu-ray. Sure. Uh, there's a wonderful scene where she at the end, you know, the, they have to make themselves look all done up uh-huh. uh, where she's just beating the shit out of herself. She like stabs. She shoots herself in the shoulder. She like scrapes her face. She throws herself into a glass table. It's very funny. And over the top.
1: My number four pick is the recent Scream 6. Uh, a movie that I think was quite good, if lacking a little bit of the uh, the polish that Scream Five had. People like it more too. Isn't I've that heard strange. Yeah,
0: no, oh, that means he's heard it from me. I've said it. A no,
1: times. no, no, it does not. I have also seen that it's, sensation.
0: I uh, uh, listen, on maybe Twitter. I'll like it a better. I liked it a lot, but maybe I'll just like really click with it on the second rewatch. Maybe I or another the first rewatch.
1: But then uh, Scream Five comes in at number three. Uh, yeah. When they uh, they really revitalized the cast of characters, yeah. I think that's the thing. Is that four was a good movie, but didn't really like reintroduce a new group. Re- sure. I...
0: Well, they tried to. They killed a lot of them. Okay. Yeah. They yeah. didn't.
1: They did not successfully <laughs> yeah. introduce a new group. <laughs> <laughs> I...
0: Spoiler. Also, I none of her friends lived until we found out later that Hidden pantier had lived. Right. Like, yeah.
1: I. So yeah, five reintroduces uh, the idea of like a new a new mm-hmm. group, a certain core, uh, and just does does it really well. It's really fond of all of them. Mm-hmm. I've had uh, I've had some thoughts about Scream Seven and the direction of that group that we can okay. talk about off mic okay. because it's a okay. it's a whole uh, a the whole long thing and uh, and also yeah would would be spoilers for six.
0: Yeah, you know, I think also just five had just like such a great grasp on like what it wanted to um, discuss meta wise. Sure. And I just had a really solid thesis and like a really strong core idea of that. Yeah.
1: I, uh, I agree. Yeah. I, here's, here's where the list gets, uh, gets tricky for me it's because I a coin toss. It's I, so tough. I very, I very much remember coming out of the second movie and thinking that that one was a little better than the first mm. and yet I have it ranked at two. It's uh, yeah. Because I think the first scream was just came up, came up with something entirely There's something different magical about it. Yeah. In a way it, it, the originality the uniqueness it of scream as well as it does uh, it is, it's
0: got stew mocker
1: it is silly and funny and scary all in equal measure mm-hmm. uh and just it get it gets a bonus point for starting it all and so Stumacher. screams at number one yeah Matthew lillard yeah and lillard's great yeah i uh, let us now discuss scream six and its position in the box office uh, our actual top five this week was Scream 6, followed by Creed 3, 6.5, <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Which is the third film in a franchise. Yes. Uh, and Cocaine Bear. Hey! Uh, nice. Uh, but Scream 6 came in at number one. It opened with $44.4 4 million.
0: Yeah, it's the biggest opening by far of the Scream franchise. Beating, I believe, Scream 3's February 2000 opening had the biggest opening weekend in February history at the time, uh, with 32 or something like that. This is uh, well above it, although I'm sure just for inflation, Scream 6 sold more tickets. Either way, 70 million worldwide, this is uh, not as big as your 60. Uh, Noah Adams' prediction. Yeah, and
1: that was that was a case of like the the spirit was willing yes. and right, but I just picked the wrong
0: number. <laughs> but which, which happens? This is this is terrific, and I think it shows a lot of strength in the brand. And I wonder if it's I've I've had a couple theories about Scream, but I I, I kind of want to get to the point that it introduced these new characters, which we like, which is very important in franchises. Yeah. we want to be around them. Uh, I think Wednesday the show probably helped. The kids, there were like 12-year-olds in front of us when we saw it who, uh, during the previews, the little before, the the blogger is going like, my favorite movie is Scream, so I can't wait for Scream 6. And they showed a clip of her and someone yelled like, Wednesday. Um, They seemed excited. And so I I think that helped a little bit. I think the returning characters helped. I think that... This is kind of acting as a breakout sequel. The last one opened with a very strong 30 million last year um, and went on to make 80. And we're uh, we're definitely we might we might be the third Scream movie to make over 100 following. I that would be Scream two and three. No, Scream one and two. One and two. Damn. Yes. Damn, Um, Damn, damn, damn. It only costs thirty five million to make, but the thing I and I want I wonder if scream is becoming cool again. And I think the added uh, Demi Lovato song I don't think it helped get people into theaters, but I do think it helps kind of uh, endear this franchise to a younger generation. I think there's something the fact that Ghostface is like, all right. Here's my theory with scream. He's he's a different horror icon than Michael Myers. Jason Voorhees, uh, uh, Freddy Krueger, Pinhead, whoever the case may be. Yeah. Do you know the main difference? I uh, he talks. It's a different person every time.
1: That too. Yeah. There's a mystery there's a, to the yeah. movie is
0: that you don't know who's doing this. Each scream is a whodunit. Whereas we know who Michael Myers is. We know there's only one person under the Jason mask and we know Freddy Krueger. There's, there's uh and Jigsaw is the same way. Although that was like a, who's actually a Jigsaw in this movie. But, it 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 allows the film to be like an audience participation, which is a lot of fun. And I just wonder if he's also funny. He gets not he's violent and horrifying, but he's funny. He gets knocked down a bunch. He looks funny when he like falls in his big you know cape swing about. I mean, yeah. I think that uh, Ghostface is becoming an endearing figure to a new generation, which is very exciting. And um I would expect Scream Seven to be greenlit very, very soon and shot very soon. Probably if I was them, I would look into an October opening and see if we could just grab Halloween here and just really boost this number.
1: Yeah. I also think that like the aesthetic of Ghostface just translates better. I know it's it's not new, it's twenty years old, but uh you know, you look at Michael Myers and you you just you were you you associate him with like the 70s, the 80s. Yeah. Same thing with uh, with Jason Voorhees. Same thing with Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. Like these are all uh, artifacts of horror history uh, that you can you can sort of vamp on a little bit and bring back, but they're still rooted in the past. Whereas Ghostface still kind of just seems like he could exist today. Yes. Not in real life, but just like as a as a new horror thing, I could see Ghostface. Uh, being generated
0: oh yeah so i think that uh, that helps with the kids too it's a terrific opening weekend we've had two back-to-back openers over 40 million dollars will shazam do it i think it's gonna get close but i don't know if it can do it either way my fear of uh one film kind of monopolizing the other here uh is not taking shape which is wonderful yeah yeah
1: this is this is a strong start and i i think that I do. I I do expect that Shazam's in a little more trouble than that. I I think we're I I think we're generally going to see like big Creed, big Scream,
0: uh, take a breath. Shazam comes out. Big John Wick. Uh, I think it's definitely going to help John Wick. Um, it's got a Scream also has a B plus Cinema Score, which as you know is huge for horror. Yeah, and it's the same as the last film, and I really think that we could have maybe not. A really nice second weekend drop, but a respectable one, especially for horror. Yeah.
1: Speaking of a respectable second weekend drop, uh, unless you had any further thoughts on Scream, Creed 3 made $27.2 million this weekend, 53.3% drop. That's up to 101.4.
0: Yeah, $27 million. Uh, I mean, it's not exactly, but like... This would have been just like a oh, okay opening for Creed three. Sure, uh, if the buzz wasn't as big, this would be like okay. So twenty seven million six thousand per theater average. Yeah, fine. Maybe it gets to a hundred with legs. We're already over a hundred now. We're over one hundred and seventy worldwide. This is going to be the biggest Rocky film of all time in a couple of weeks, and has a shot at north of one hundred fifty million um, domestic. Huge, huge hit. And Michael B Jordan has. Uh, or someone has announced plans on Amazon, because uh, the Rocky rights with MGM, Amazon owns MGM now, for a Creed universe involving possible projects as a uh, live-action, an anime? Sorry, not live-action, just an anime show. Okay. A live-action accompaniment show, and a spinoff involving Amara in some fashion, which is their daughter. Okay. And I think those are all bad ideas yeah this is we're we're just Star Wars it again this is just Creed everyone relax make a Creed movie every three years and we're good guys or you know
1: at most try to capitalize on the momentum and the success and do one more thing do do a, a little anime show about Drago sure Drago gets his own show and and it's like mostly its own thing mm-hmm. and like make it good. And then you're fine. Do a show with Rocky.
0: S- t- tell Sly, Like, listen, we'll give you, cause the whole thing with Sly is they, they won't give him the rights to the character. And he really is. Uh, so yeah. like, listen, we'll give you partial rights to the character and we'll give you creative freedom to make, and he didn't like the darker tone of Creed three. Right. We'll give you creative freedom to just make a Rocky show for Amazon and you can just do what you want with it. And if you want Creed in it, great. And if not, that's fine. Do that, yeah, I, and that would that would be fine. But you you don't need to have a big hit
1: movie and then just turn it into a theme park, diluting the brand. It, and it's that's uh, too much. It's a bad idea. It's it, Star Wars couldn't do it. Why do you think fucking Rocky can? Yeah, uh, just
0: make Creed four.
1: Yeah, and get a big star. Uh in the meantime, sixty five came in at number three this weekend. It opened with $12.3 million.
0: You know what? What? It's really easy to just harp on 65 and be like, boy, oh, boy, what a terrible opening. And boy, oh, boy, what a bad idea this was. And boy, oh, boy, maybe not what a bad idea. I, I think the inherent idea of, like, Adam Driver from The Future Fights Dinosaurs isn't like crazy. I agree. But just poor marketing. The studio clearly had no faith in it. Um, they knew it wasn't a winner. It only has a four point nine out of ten on Rotten Tomatoes uh average rating, which is like just not good, but not terrible. Um They spent forty five million dollars on it, which is honestly just like perfect. Not overspending, great. I,
1: I completely agree. I I and would it, not... looks,
0: it looks like it costs more than that.
1: I would not have been surprised if you told me that they greenlit 65 for like $120 million. And then I would have said, like, why did they do that? They're out of their minds. You got to be able to make this movie for less than that. And you
0: can look at Um, them. Good for that. That's, that's great news. So instead I'll take an optimistic view and go, boy, 65, which got bad reviews, which had no excitement coming out, which had one trailer, which no one knew existed. Made twelve million dollars? That's fucking crazy. <laughs> this movie could have made five million. I would have been like that that yeah, it was no it was not marketed. Sure. Twelve million's like not terrible. That's twice as much as five plus two. I mean, don't you don't you look at that number and go like boy I that could have done a lot worse.
1: Yeah, I do. I so other movies that, opened
0: this weekend and did a lot worse. It's not doing it's not gonna do well, but that is like a oh all right. Sure. We'll never talk about this again. But that could have been worse. Yeah. I it's frankly, um, a a a sign of just a healthy box office more than like good news for sixty five. Just like wow, twelve million. Scream four overindexed. Creed three continues to overindex. and twelve million dollars worth of people went to see sixty five. Yeah. Okay. Good. People it was, are going to the movies.
1: It was more people than wanted to see Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania this week, which only made $7 million, 7.1 specifically. That was a 44.3% drop, which is finally normal. That's up to 198.1. It's
0: finally normal so much that I, I'm thinking, I don't know, Ant-Man and the Wasp only grossed two fifteen, I think. So is there a way that this makes another $20 million? The answer is yes. Um that's still not good. And uh it's 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 for sure over Ant Man by now, right? I'm looking at the numbers. Ant Man made one eighty, Ant Man made one eighty, and Ant Man the Wasp made two sixteen. Okay. So we're kinda in between here. But no, it's not uh, it's just not good. So. This is this is just gonna be like a like a Toy Story
1: four situation. Or we we spent, we, spend, we spend every week talking about how this movie is underperforming. And then by the end, it's like, oh, yeah, it's the be- oh, it's, it's the, the highest. It's grossing made the most money of all, all time. of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe that would be crazy. <laughs> uh, no, for for the listeners at home, that is not going to happen. No. It's a very different situation. Uh, it just had some resemblances on the surface. Uh, let's talk about Cocaine Bear which made $6.2 million this weekend. Oh, I weekend. was going like, which
0: made an appearance at the Oscars. It,
1: oh, yeah. Uh, also bared a surface resemblance to uh, the titular also character. Also what? Uh, bore, excuse me. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's not a word. Bared. 43.9% uh, drop. That's up to 51.7
0: million. This could get to, like, near 70 here. This is crazy. I think they absolutely need to make a sequel to this. Sure uh this universal's is... rolling in like accidental sequels like violent night this megan they're just like okay great everyone go do one
1: <laughs> just just making successful movies That's uh the plan. and and at least two of those movies uh were bad but like have room to be good
0: bear and uh violent night yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, I
1: I, i'm i'm perfectly prepared just for the tweaks. sequels to both of those and movies we know to be the good. tweaks
0: that they have to make yeah there's just call uh, us. We know what has to be we done. Got, we got
1: ideas. We're idea people.
0: Yeah. And the only other thing that I have, uh, f- Champions Open, which is a, uh, um, a Bobby Fairley movie. Uh, Woody Harrelson is in it. Uh, a gentleman coaches a basketball team. And it is... Yes? Uh, not supposed to be good. Ah, <laughs> looked up the type. Fifty-five percent. Um, and that is all I have. Oh, I also want to mention the second weekend of Operation Fortune, which of Ruge course de was in tenth place to drop fifty-nine percent, has five and a half million right now. That's all we'll ever say about that again. And Avatar: The Way of Water finally did it, folks. It crossed Titanic. On the domestic charts, it is now the eighth highest-grossing film in history. Um, how many did it make this weekend? Uh, Avatar
1: made 2.6.
0: Okay, it only needs three, almost, yeah, it only needs about four million to get past Avengers Infinity War for number seven, where it will stay. So that is exciting. It crossed another milestone, and then The Way of Water is just very happy at number three uh, worldwide. It's not going (laughs) number two. So, yeah, moving up the charts.
1: I would also be happy at number three worldwide. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, then let's uh, let's get right into everybody's favorite game. Did it It make make more or less less than? We all know how to play. I named three movies, and you list them in order. Which one made more? And which one made less at the box office? For a bonus point, you can tell me. The year in question. All three movies come from the same year. One of the movie's opening weekend totals within $3 million. And one of the movie's final grosses within $3 million. Are you ready to play? Yeah. All right. You're coming off a win last week. Uh, a narrow victory, but a victory all the same. And this week, your three movies are Brave, The Lorax,
0: and Wreck-It Ralph. 2000 and. Uh twelve. Yeah, pretty good about that.
1: That's correct. Point number one that. is yours.
0: Okay. Uh, put them in order of gross. Yeah. We have a uh, number one, Brave. Uh, oh, I'll do them all. At uh, number two, uh the Lorax and then Wreck It Ralph.
1: Those are all correct. All right. You're you're back uh, you're back to your winning
0: ways. And then finally, uh, well not finally. I have two more things. Um opening weekend for let's say Brave and let's say I'm thinking 62.
1: That's just short of the mark. <laughs> Uh, Brave opened to
0: 66. Oh, no. All right. And then final gross will go with Wreck-It Ralph. And I'm going to say 185. That is just short. It made 189. All right. But it's pretty fucking impressive (laughs) that I got just short of both of those. <laughs> it is,
1: uh, lit- literally off by one million right. dollars to get the full six points. I, uh, and four points is uh, is back to being a strong and decisive win. All right. So congratulations, fine. to you. I. Uh, now let's do "Come and Gone" from a theater near you. Are you ready to go back in time? Yeah. The year is two thousand nine. It's March. The rest of our lives are just over, the, just over the horizon. What do you mean? Uh, i was about to graduate high school. Oh yeah. I <laughs> uh, one movie opens this weekend at number one. It is March sixth.
0: We are is anticipating it, it. Yeah, because it's Watchmen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, boy, what was it like? It was, it was fifty. Uh, Watchmen. Was it higher? Was it like fifty-five? am yeah, it was, I'm gonna say fifty. I would say 55, 55. I like fifty-five. I like fifty-five.
1: <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to stop you because you're right. It's fifty-five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before you can change your mind again. No, I uh, wouldn't have. Yeah, it was fifty-five point two to be exact. Remember seeing the trailer for Watchmen
0: oh, during uh, the Dark Knight?
1: Yeah, that was uh, a yeah. one of the one of the more definitive like. Oh, what, what the hell is that going to be? Yeah, Smashing Pumpkins was playing. <laughs> we had no idea we
0: we all Bill, read the billy graf-
1: please get out of the room <laughs> we're trying to record a podcast we all read the graphic novel sir go run nwa wrestling uh yeah well nwa done. yeah billy corgan owns uh, in it,
0: in this in oh the it national wrestling alliance great <laughs>
1: or i think it's alliance it might be association but it's not
0: the other thing i think it's it might be attitude <laughs> the national wrestling <laughs> attitude um yeah it was an incredible true one of the best trailers and we i think we all all read the graphic novel you just like took turns passing around before yeah it came out um and i have the ultimate edition which i've never actually watched which has the tales of the black freight is that what it's called
1: I uh, freighter i think freighter, but yes woven into it yeah, yeah. I,
0: Very cool. Yeah. Um. Anything else open or no?
1: Uh. No. That was it. All right. Said one. Uh, they, they cleared out the weekend. Well, they had to. They
0: certainly did. Okay. The unfilmable graphic novel. All right, Noah. For nine years we've been uh, recording. We're done, right? Everything. Yeah. Yeah. We've been recording about um the Oscars, and this year is no exception. Uh. Here we go. Podcasting about the Oscars now. Yes. Hosted by Jimmy Kimmel. What did we think of the show overall? Um, we're just talking days. about
1: like the presentation. Digest the whole thing. Yeah, well, yeah sure, uh, sure. Yeah, I thought the show was Outside of the winners. fine. Uh, I thought that I've seen a lot of people saying that this was like Jimmy Kimmel's maybe his best turn yeah. as the Oscars host. Yeah, I don't think that's true. No, I think that's kind of crazy. Yeah. I think that the best thing that Jimmy Kimmel has brought to the table in past years is a sort of sense of uh, professional legitimacy. Uh, he he seemed like he was hosting a serious event, uh, and was and was like funny and charming while doing it. I uh, this year he really seemed to lean hard into the like isn't this all stupid? Yes, kind of yeah, uh, kind of vibe. Which like it is that's true but we're also like we're sitting here watching it it the whole thing can't be self-effacing he made he, he made like 20 jokes about how long the show is which like the first few were like funny good fair every host does it w- yeah well yeah. well-earned criticism uh but then just like we're just we're just in the show now
0: show came in at 3 hours and 40 minutes
1: yeah two minutes shorter than last year's as I, true? I recall yes
0: uh yeah
1: not not a lot of bits which is a uh, good and bad i agree uh good because the bits are often not good and so seeing them missing was welcome i bad because it just kind of makes things seem a little dull i feel like there was a big chunk like right in the middle where just like nothing was happening except a uh, all quiet on the Western Front winning awards, and then he uh, he went out and did his uh, did his little crowd work thing. Yeah, just straight uh, straight crusty the clown it. Now it's time for my favorite part of the show. What's that say? Talk to the audience. Oh God, this is
0: always death.
1: Uh, and then he went up to Malala. It was like, it was, was, she, was she it. in on the bit? No, I don't think so. Was this a
0: bit about how Malala is serious? Uh, I don't think so. I, I think tell. she didn't know what he was talking. Because he mentioned the cocaine. No, the cocaine bear came after. He mentioned something, and I don't think she knew what oh, it was. Oh,
1: he asked her if uh, Harry Styles had spit on Chris Right, Biden. and she was like, I don't know what <laughs> that like, means. I only talk about peace. <laughs> which was like a good answer. It was funny, too. Yeah. Um, and then he went up to Jessica Chastain, who was uh, wearing a mask, yeah, clearly she, not prepared. She's
0: on Broadway, I think that's why she was doing it.
1: Okay, I. But just like I feel like if she knew that she was about to be involved in the segment, she would have popped it off before she was on camera. I. So yeah, that was that was tough. I. The the songs. Do we talk about the songs now? That's part of the presentation. Yeah, we're just doing a general overview. Yeah, I. Some of the worst song performances, I feel that we some, I, uh, yeah those oh yeah applause yeah applause and uh, this is a life this is a life were so you said I think so okay great uh, it's what I meant to say uh, we're both really really bad like applause was really bad and then this is a life was,
0: it was just terrible. handled poorly it was like they never they didn't rehearse yeah it seemed like That's they were just wigging like. it on yeah. stage
1: I the uh the whole song. yeah the whole the hold my hand thing was like gaga did well the it being in close-up was very strange and then the other two performances were good like i liked uh natu natu and uh, yeah uh lift me up yeah those were uh, those were both good i so yeah i thought the show was fine a little a
0: little lacking in something what about you um, I think that's true, but after last year and the pandemic year, I really liked it. It was like a back to basics. It felt comfortable. Okay. Um, I, I agree. I wanted another bit and one that wasn't just like, what if I just like walk down the audience and just ask questions like that, you know, uh, just so under thought. But also, people hate the bits. I like the, I like when they bring out like pizza or something and get the audience involved that way. You know, where they they go, can you? You know, when he brought everyone over to the theater to see a Wrinkle in Time, I get it. The synergy is gross. It's just like does something. It's just like fun to see like they're all dressed up and a bunch of moviegoers just like holy shit! Guillermo del Toro is handing me like Twizzlers. What is happening yeah. right now? Um I love the celebration of the movies. They they really took our. Criticisms to hearts like they showed the process of editing they really showed they had the costumes on stage they talked about production design they were like they really were trying to break down and highlight every aspect of filmmaking through their awards which is part of the point so uh, that was handled really well. And yeah, the, this is a life performance. was was bad, and applause is just a terrible song, and just like so self important. That performance was so self important, but "Notu Notu" was just as good as everyone hoped it would be. Rihanna killed it, and I really liked Lady Gaga's rendition. I liked the joke about Nicole Kidman being released from that abandoned AMC. Sure, I thought that was funny. Um, He talked about you know rebooting Biodome. Who cares? The Spielberg and like Seth Rogen thing is you know whatever. The art, what, what, what are you taking? That kind of thing. Um, they, they say, write what you know, and they say also, write what you know. Your mom did with your dad's best friend, and <laughs> Stephen did that. Uh, that was funny. Uh, the, um, the John Williams thing was like he's still doing. He, I don't know. That was okay. I'm just uh, he had one really. Good- oh, the shot of Babylon was nuts. Losing a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Nuts. Um, okay. I'm not doing that. There was like one that I really wanted. Oh, the diversity thing. We have nominees from every corner of Dublin was funny. Well, well observed. A lot of Irish people on stage, a lot of Irish people on stage. And he apparently really wanted Tom to be there. He likes Tom. He was going to try and do a bit with him, but Tom got wind that Apatow helped him write his monologue, which is not true. And Avatar hosted the DJS and ripped into Tom.
1: Okay, so he got he really got nervous about the uh, the Scientology jokes.
0: Yeah, and so those jokes were added in <laughs> the Elron hubba hubba yeah and stuff. Um, that was added in, and uh, I like the Judd Hirsch wearing Mission Impossible mask. I thought that was cute. I just it's there's oh I all right let's 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 get it out of the way. Let's talk about the Will Smith stuff. Okay, mentioned a lot. Yeah. I thought when I they announced they were going to address it and move on, I thought it was going to be like the president of the Academy was going to come out early and just go, let's talk about it. It happened. We're making sure it's not going to happen again, and we hope to like move on with our lives. And instead, Kimmel was like, no, 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 no. I will sprinkle it throughout. Uh, what, what was your take on that?
1: I Yeah, I mean, I thought he... The only, the only way to do it is just to have Jimmy Kimmel make fun of it. I went to the well a couple, couple too many times, I yeah. think. But got he got he got me chuckling. I don't I don't recall any of the like specific jokes he made about it. But he was he was really he was really going there a lot.
0: I like the shot. I like the way he moved. They had some issues with the speeches. Just people cutting certain people off, leaving certain people on. They just like make a decision what you're gonna do here. Yeah. Um,
1: it did feel a little inconsistent. It happened
0: twice. It was like one because they gave a... Oh, I also like them giving out the two awards in a row if the two categories are matched with each other. They're all about tightening the show. And like, you can't do it when you have to have an in-memoriam. You have to do the performances. And, you know, for us, at least for me, I don't care how long. This could be a six-hour show. I don't care. But if you really need to keep it under, that's a smart way to kind of smush things together.
1: I would push back on that though and say that it didn't change the runtime of the show at all
0: well, it had
1: absolutely no effect on that's how true. long the show was that's true. which i don't really understand because you got know, it you got to shave 15 minutes by introducing half as many people but it well, just la- well last it year, made no, no difference well,
0: last year they cut the categories yeah but then they spliced them back in well like half the speech length and they they didn't have people Walking up to the stage and then going, oh, my God, look at this. They just yeah. and walking off the stage and then the next presenter comes on. So it does make sense to me that it then evens out because they cut it. They cut the actual downtime and most of the speeches by
1: a lot. And and last year's show was still really long, like three hours and 40 minutes is a long Oscars. Is it? I think so. Yeah.
0: Let me go back. Let's say we'll go back to the 10 years. 85th. Okay. Or I could just search 85th. <laughs> it's the sequel
1: up? to the Adam Driver movie.
0: Um Yeah, it was shorter. 335. All right. Yeah, I, I don't know. This
1: is this is a thing that is just completely perplexing to me. Yeah. Like they keep they keep removing things from the show, and it just gets a little bit longer.
0: Maybe I guess what I mean is it made the show feel shorter to me. It made it feel like we were moving at a pit, at a clip, okay, because we just did them back to back. But it made sense. I liked the oh, we got clip Oscar clips back. That was great. Um, weird choices of pictures for for Ki Huy Quan's. The picture they had the still was him dead in the movie. Yeah, like blood coming out of his mouth. Yeah, like that ha- st- that happened.
1: That happened a few times. He's on
0: stage of the award. Sarah Polly won. For writing women talking, and behind her was a giant witch, <laughs> Francis McDormand staring yeah. at us.
1: Yeah, not not the not the most well considered images. The
0: whale was just like his full body fat suit, his giant fat belly hanging over his dick, and it's just like, guys, at some point <laughs> this is parody. Like, let's let's try to rein this in if we can.
1: Yeah, there's got to be some promotional stills
0: that we can pull. <clears throat> the only photo of the whale that exists, him him on the couch just going. Is the poster? Yeah. Um, all right, let's go category by category real quick. Oh, uh, any? Let's see. What uh, were you at all upset about the Little Mermaid thing? I is this is the Disney synergy too much? No, I mean I don't really I don't really see how
1: there's a lot of room to be upset. Just because like this
0: Lord and or Miller I forget which was very upset on Twitter about it.
1: Okay. Yeah, I mean the whole thing is a commercial affair like there's there's very little about the oscars that actually suggests like this is a solemn appreciation of art like it is it is a business endeavor yeah uh, already pretty thoroughly so the the little mermaid thing i i i think I, I saw it mentioned that just the fact that there was there was like no mention of it as a trailer they just like presented it like they would any other part of the show sure. maybe a little weird
0: uh yeah is that something that we I, should endorse going forward, though? Not just with any studio, but, like, you know, it, it's it's in a way what I'm talking about does happen when you have, like, the team up of presenters. You can uh-huh. do it for the stars of the upcoming movie. But, like, it's celebrating the year of film, but also look at all the great things film has going forward. Like, get, like, Zendaya and Chalamet to present an award and... You know, have that be right before the commercial break and then have like a special look at Dune 2 or have them come out and go, hey, look, a, a 30 second thing of Dune 2, everybody in the audience. The audience is like, whoa, look at that.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think that's fine. I don't really take much issue with it. I I thought the Warner Brothers thing was strange
0: I thought it was strange though they said it was like the 100th anniversary. I was like, "Oh, all right, that makes sense."
1: Yeah, it, I, I guess that that felt pretty flimsy to me. Hmm. Uh and that that was well, could have been better? That that was it was it was very clearly just like capital S Sponcon and they they did, they didn't they tried to hide it with like, "Well, it's 100 years, it's 100th anniversary, so we're going to celebrate a major film studio in a way that like we never have." And it's. It seemed like it might be a thing that they just do throughout the night of like, oh, yeah, I'll look at I'll look at Warner Brothers, one of our timeless studios. And here's a, here's a, a montage of Universal movies. But for it to just be the one studio that is like pretty publicly having a bad time. Yeah, I felt weird. And yeah. it was it was a weird montage of Please pick me up. Like, look range. at. Look at our look at our big and varied past, and now look at some clips of Shazam and the Flash. Uh, and I, I didn't I didn't care for it, but it didn't like offend me.
0: Um, Emily Blunt and Dwayne Johnson presented an award together. Uh huh. Weird. Their movie came out a while ago. Uh, Riz Ahmed and Questlove makes sense. He won Doc short, or he won Doc. He quest love one doc on bed one live action short last year so they presented both those awards uh you got the creed boys up there that was great it made yeah. a lot of sense um yeah i don't know some of these pairing like paul dano julie dreyfus is strange and then you got like ben tony banderas and selma hayek yeah they're in pussy in boots that makes sense um what did we think about Cocaine Bear? I thought that was funny. Yeah, like it, without the visual animation, visual effects, this is what Cocaine Bear would have looked like.
1: I, I I didn't really feel anything at all about that segment. I think I think if anything, like the co- the bear costume should have been worse. Because mm. when she was pointing at it and be like, "This is what Cocaine Bear would have looked like," I was just kind of like, "Yeah, that that would have worked fine in Cocaine Bear." <laughs>
0: That's probably true. sure.
1: Uh, So you're not you're not really you're not really making your point.
0: I thought Lenny Kravitz did a great job with that song. And I thought John Travolta's opening was very, very touching. Yeah. We realized it was for Olivia Newton-John.
1: I weird focus on Lenny Kravitz throughout. They usually cut to the the singer. I, I feel confident that they cut to him more often than they usually do. Well, he's a very attractive
0: man. He's fine. Sure. Um. All right. The categories. Yeah. I'm going to go through them. We'll give the winners and I want you to give your pick. We've seen this is the fifth time in six years. We've seen all of them. Yeah. We're 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 crushing it. Doc short subject haul out. How do you measure a year? The elephant whisperers, the Martha Mitchell effect stranger at the gate. The winner was the elephant whisperers. Noah, what are you picking?
1: Uh, Elephant whispers is a great choice. I go haul out. Halute. Who's to say what it's called?
0: All right. Noah says hello. Okay. Um, and yeah, it was a good choice. Live action short. Uh, Evalu, Les Pupils. I always say it French, but it's an Italian movie. Yeah. Les Poupil. Um Night Ride, The Red Suitcase, and the winner was an Irish Goodbye. What gets your vote here? Uh, that would
1: have been Les pupille. I'll just say it with an American accent.
0: That would have gotten your vote? Yeah. Oh, great. That's one I like. I thought you liked the red suitcase. Yeah, I, I did, but... I'll give my choice, too. I don't know why I'm just not... I'm only giving, asking you. Uh, I, I would have preferred The Elephant Whispers, would have gotten my vote, and Le Pupil would have also gotten mine. Uh, animated Short, we both going to have the same here, but the nominees were The Flying Sailor, The Ice Merchants, My Year of Dicks, and Ostrich Told Me the World is Fake, and I Think I Believe It, and The Boy, the Molder Fox, and the Horse. The worst... Not the worst film in this, uh, in this uh, nomination block, but very bad movie... Which one I yeah might have been the
1: worst wait and like in the nomination block like of the animated shorts no
0: of like the nominees oh I see okay
1: yeah it it was not the worst movie nominated for an Oscar no
0: it wasn't no it wasn't all right bottom three maybe uh yeah that's very possible it's bad, bad 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 movie but Apple has money so they won okay Best visual effects. Uh, the winner was Avatar. The way of Water nominated All Quiet on the Western Front, The Batman, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Top Gun: Maverick. Yeah, it's Avatar. I agree. Avatar takes it. I didn't have a system for this. Okay.
1: Oh, you're like recording them.
0: Yeah, I did that a few years ago. Okay. Film editing. Everything everywhere all at once. The Banshees of Inisherin, Elvis, Tar. And uh, Top Gun Maverick, what gets your vote for editing?
1: Uh, Tar would
0: be my pick. Tar's your pick. Mine is Everything Everywhere All at Once, which did win as well. Very handsome man accepted the Oscar. Sure. Costume design, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Babylon, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Mrs. Harry goes to Perry. Uh, yeah, I like the Black Panther pick here. I think oh, nice. I'll, uh, I'll
1: I'll go with that. You initially,
0: when I had it on my list, said that shouldn't be up there because of uh, Okoye's new suit. Yeah, I mean that's that's also
1: true. Uh, but they, I mean, they had the whole uh, they had the whole underwater people. Are you just was, rushing through? That was through? very Is this
0: good. Just you, just pushing through this as fast as possible.
1: No, that's a, a horrible accusation to sling at me. Okay. I no, uh, I mean, I I mean, truthfully, I don't, I don't, I just don't have as strong of a take on. Like, who should who should win? Uh, not all of the text, but like costume design is one that like I'm not I'm not really moved by. So, like, yeah, I think that the uh, the the work done on the underwater people, whose uh, the name of their tribe is, is lost on me. But uh, they, they were very, uh, very well costumed. Uh, the new uh, the new Wakandan stuff was good uh yeah okoye's suit was horrendous and uh so was i iron hard suit was not horrendous but it was not good so it was a mixed bag but uh but yeah i think i think there was there was very good work done in there
0: i would have gone with the uh babylon and black panther did uh win so you are correct all right uh the next category uh, best makeup and hairstyling. The whale. All Quiet on the Western Front. The Batman. Black Panther. Wakanda Forever. And Elvis. What kids you vote for? Costume and hairstyle. Uh, yeah. I makeup think, and hairstyling.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think your pick of All Quiet here works uh, works okay. fine yes, for me.
0: Yes. Thank you. The whale won. He wasn't as Wait, fat as that man. That's true. Cinematography. All Quiet on the Western Front was your winner. Also nominated: Bardo False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths, Elvis. Empire of Light and Tar.
1: Uh, this is a pretty bad category that, is, that I think definitely should have gone to Tar. Tar? I could I could have done without three of those nominees.
0: You've given Tar two Oscars so far from their nominees. I also would pick Tar. I agree. Uh, without a doubt. They went with All Quiet. All right. Which was my number
1: two so i mean in that category it's a it's a very clear number two break those i
0: tar all quiet empire elvis bardo
1: okay i that's
0: my order so it's
1: it's tar all quiet uh i'm going empire bardo elvis
0: flip the last two that's Yeah. yeah 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 All right, best production design: All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, Babylon, Elvis, and The Fablemans. I,
1: I, I picked Babylon as my will win here, and I, 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 I like that as a production design. There's a lot, a lot going on in that movie.
0: I mean, just the one scene where they're making eighty movies at sure. once. Yeah, I also would pick Babylon, but All Quiet did win. Best sound: Top Gun, Maverick. All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, The Way of Water, The Batman, and Elvis. I like Top Gun here. Planes Go Zoom. Planes Go Zoom. Sometimes
1: these things are simple, you know?
0: I also said in my little thing, like, the planes uh, went Zoom, and also I could hear what they said, and they were actually in those planes. And Top Gun Maverick did win. Original song, Natu Natu, from RRR, applause from, what's the name of the movie? Uh, Tell It Like a Woman. You haven't forgotten it yet. Hold My Hand from Top Gun Maverick. Lift Me Up from Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. And this is a life from everything, everywhere, all at once. Not to not to one. I think we both agree that yeah. that is the correct choice. Uh,
1: this category has got to go. It's it's just, it's bad.
0: Just got to go. Get rid of it all together.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe change it up some way.
0: What about best use of music? Yeah, that's. So, uh, like you could do I Got Five on it from us, for instance, in there.
1: Sure. I'm still not convinced that every year will feature like seven movies that should be considered for a serious award of that, mm. but like yeah, try something. But best original song is I like, mean, it's but done. then
0: you could have done like one of the renditions from West Side Story. Uh huh. You know, a few years ago, or you could do Wicked in a few years.
1: Sure. That's I I think you'll you'll get two or three things every year, but if it's just a category of like these are the 3 interesting uses of music mm-hmm. and then here are two other ones like i don't want that either
0: how fun was it to see those guys win
1: oh yeah they, i mean so they fun. they gave they gave one of the best speeches of the night so fun original score all quiet on the
0: western front Ba-na-na, i don't know Bwom, bwom, bwom. yeah there it is babylon the banshees of Inishirin, uh everything everywhere all at once the fablemans
1: uh, one of the more egregious misses by the Academy of the Night uh, should have gone to Babylon. Absolutely,
0: I agree as well. Nah, 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 nah. All quiet did win. Um, moving on up. Documentary feature. Navalny, All That Breathes, All the Beauty in the Bloodshed, Fire of Love, House Made of Splinters. Very good category. What takes your vote here? Uh,
1: Fire of Love, for me, was my favorite doc of the year. as
0: well, but I got to tell you, uh, I loved All the Beauty in the Bloodshed, and Navalny was... Just so riveting and terrific speech, by the way. I agree with all of those children and wife. Really? She spoke directly to him. Very, very powerful. Yeah. International feature. All quiet on the Western front. Argentina, 1985. Close. EO and the quiet girl. What gets your vote here? I would have gone the quiet girl. I think that's what I would do as well. I'm trying to find it on my little sheet. Yes, Quiet Girl would have been there for me as well. All Quiet obviously wins. Feels like a pretty, um, I don't know, like downer year for that. Like just not super interesting all around.
1: I for international International features. I mean, yeah, it was it was a case where the international feature was like nominated
0: for a bunch of other awards. Yeah, I guess last year wasn't anything crazy either. Drive my car, which is a masterpiece. The worst person in the world, which I love. Flee the hand of God and Lunana a yak in the classroom. So that's fine. There's just so many good international movies that come out that just like don't get picked or aren't submitted. Yeah,
1: that uh, I mean that that happens a lot and then you get your uh, you get your years where like I mean Parasite was uh, was a best international feature, it right? Sure was. And that that, w- that was another one where it's just like this is this this movie is in contention for a lot of major awards, mm-hmm. so it's just it's clearly going to win this category yeah, and it's yeah. not it's not actually Drive, interesting in anyway. Drive way. my
0: car was nominated for picture and director's in a one international. Yeah,
1: National at, at, le- at least uh,
0: worst person in the world was also like nominated for original. Yeah, something mm-hmm. original screenplay, animated feature, another category. I'm um, overall well, no, I mean three, uh, no, uh, yeah, three three out of five ain't bad, but still. Governor trolls Pinocchio, One Marcel the Shell with Shoes on, also nominated Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, The Sea Beast, and Turning Red. What do you got here?
1: Uh, Marcel is the best of those movies.
0: Yeah, I agree. Even though I don't consider it animated, do you? I, it's a, it's a, it's a
1: tricky one. I'd probably say no. I don't, I don't know that I have as hard of a conviction on it as you. But yeah. if, if pressed, I, th- I, I think I would not classify it as an animated movie. Big
0: ones, adapted screenplay. Women Talking, All Quiet on the Western Front, Glass Onion and Ives Out Mystery, Living and Top Gun Maverick. No, what gets your vote? I I think I'm pretty happy with women talking here. I am as well. And it won. Very happy for Sarah Polly. Wonderful speech. Uh, wonderful recognition. I hope she does things more frequently. She doesn't do things as frequently as I'd like. Original screenplay, everything, everywhere, all at once, the Banshees of and the Fablemans, Tar, and Triangle of Sadness. Daniel's first Oscars of the evening. What do you give it to? I would have gone Banshees here. Wow, just all right, spreading around. This is a, your favorite movie of the year.
1: Yeah, I it was it was my favorite movie of the year, and I think really drew a lot of its strength from its script. Yeah, whereas uh, some of the other excellent movies in that category uh, had uh, had a broader. A array of strengths
0: there are many lines in banshees i won't soon forget so i can't fault you i did go with everything everywhere would have gotten my vote
1: i think that i think just generally like banshees everything everywhere and tar uh all three outstanding nominees uh, and would have been happy mm-hmm. to give any of them And
0: pick. i i love the screenplays for fable Mins and triangle I think they're great. Yeah,
1: th- I mean those those are also good. I don't I don't mean to like denigrate those. Yeah, those but, are just not in our top five. Yeah, to 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 me, to me it's a it's a it's a tear break.
0: All right. Speaking of a tear break, uh acting awards. Best supporting actress, Angela Bassett, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Hong Chow, the Whale, Jamie Lee Curtis, everything everywhere, all at once. Carrie Condon, the Banshees of Inisherin, and Stephanie Hsu. Everything everywhere, all at once. Jamie Lee Curtis takes home the Oscar. Yeah.
1: What would you give it a very to weird thing that happened? <laughs> I this is a this is a pretty close one. And just because of her the size of the role in the movie, I go Stephanie Shue. Uh, but Carrie Condon is is hot on her heels.
0: Uh, I ended up going with uh, Carrie Condon. That, she would have gotten my vote here.
1: Oh, well, wow. I, I know. I knew that was your will win pick. I didn't, uh, didn't know that was your should, too.
0: <laughs> Out of these nominees, should have got my pick, Shu is second. Rank rank all those.
1: Uh okay. Uh chow,
0: Bassett Curtis. All right. Chow Bassett.
1: Yeah, then give me a Hong chow third. Uh I guess I go Angela Bassett, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah,
0: I went with Bassett Chow and Curtis. Okay. Yeah. Best supporting actor ki Kwan wins for everything, everywhere, all at once. Wonderful. Best speech of the night. Wonderful moment. Yeah. Wonderful moment. Uh, Brendan Gleeson, the Banshees of Inishirin, Brian Tyree Henry, Causeway, Judd Hirsch, the Fablemans, Barry Keoghan, the Banshees of Inishirin. Who gets your vote here?
1: Um, Ki-Huai Kwan. Yeah. Uh, though.
0: Both supporting I, categories. You're given to uh, uh, everything everywhere.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, w- he was one of... Like if the, if there's one Oscar that I want to make sure goes the correct way, uh, I think I think it was probably for him. Rank him, uh, okay. Give me a, give me key. I I think I've I've changed I think on this from the last time you asked me. My number two here is Barry Keoghan. I uh, followed then by Brendan Gleeson. I. Uh, Judd Hirsch and Brian Tyree. Henry. Brian Henry's
0: last. Yeah,
1: they're, these are they're, they're all they're all. I don't know. Okay, maybe him and him and Judd Hirsch are. That was that was just kind of like an off Hirsch the top of my head. Just, I got to make a pick.
0: Hirsch is just doomed by limited screen time for me. That's really it. Yeah, he's so good, but I just I he, Tyree Henry is just like such a quiet elegance in that movie the whole way through. He's so powerful. He's very good. I'm very um, I'm very fond of him. Mine. I would give it to Key as well. Then I have Gleason, Brian Tyree Henry. Keoghan Hirsch. Okay. That's my list. Best fucking actress, Michelle Yeoh, everything, everywhere, all at once. She wins wonderful speech. She's the second actress of color to win. First one, Mally Berry hands it off to the second. Great moment. Fucking Jessica Chastain's there (laughs) as well.
1: Also a moment.
0: Someone said on Twitter, like, wow. The first uh, actress of color to win Best Actress, the second actress of color to win Best Actress, and the first Jessica Chastain to win Best Actress—all <laughs> in the same photo. <laughs> um, all right, Anna De Armas also nominated for *Blonde*, Kate Blanchett *Tar*, Andrea Riceborough to Leslie Michelle Williams *The Fablemans. Who gets your vote here? I Blanchett by the thinnest of margins. Wow, given her her third. Uh, I went with yo, but I think I said this. I've said this a few times. I don't know if I ever said it on the podcast, but whoever lost and turned to be Blanchett, it might be the best runner up performance we've had in Oscar history. It's they're both so, career best performances from both of them.
1: Yeah. Rank them. Uh, all right. So I go Blanchett. I go. Yo, I go. This is, a, this is tough. I, I, Michelle Williams in a supporting role. Uh, then followed by uh, Andrea Riseboro and Anna Darmus.
0: Uh, I go Yo Blanchette Riseboro Armis Williams, and it's category fraud.
1: She gets nothing but disrespect from you. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: she's not my mom. Um, She's not my mother. Best actor, <laughs> Brendan Fraser. The whale beats Austin Butler. Noah, how happy were you? I uh,
1: yeah, I mean, oh, I was I was happy to see that. I, uh, you know, I I don't want to pin all this on Austin Butler. He did his best. I, uh, but that was that was very surprising. That's just a tailor made Oscar thing to do is give Elvis the award for being Elvis. Uh, and instead, Brendan Fraser got to do it. And that was nice. I not, did not give a good speech, but I no. don't really, I don't really blame him. He's overwhelmed. Like, Yeah, he's he is. He is completely overwhelmed. And it's uh, hard.
0: yeah, speeches are hard. Um, also nominated Colin Farrell, the Banshees of Sheeran, uh Paul Mescal, Afterson and Bill Nighy Living. Um, I mean, those last three. What a trio. Yeah. Performances. Uh, all right. Who are you giving your Oscar to? Uh, my vote goes to Colin Farrell. A lot of career best performances we have uh, this year at the Oscars. Rank them. Boy, oh boy. All right. Give me Colin
1: Farrell. Give me uh, Brendan Fraser. Then I'll take – hang on. I'm missing one. I got Butler. I got Nae, I got –
0: mescal
1: mescal all right yeah mescal comes next uh
0: and then nighy and then butler
1: yeah nighy butler that's right
0: uh i go i give it to Farrell also paul mescal number two fraser nighy butler that's good order thank you Best director, here we go. Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, everything everywhere all at once. Martin McDonough, the Banshees of this year and Steven Spielberg, the Fablemans Todd Field, Tar and Ruben Osland. Triangle of Sadness. The Daniels take home their second Oscars. No, who are you giving it to? I think here I give it to Todd Field. Wow. Incredible. It's, it's either Todd Field or the Daniels. All right, you're on with Field. I give it to the Daniels here. Uh, rank them. Okay, I uh, Todd Field, the Daniels.
1: Uh, give me the other three again. Uh, McDonough, Spielberg, Osland. I.
0: Yeah, I'll take. I'll take McDonough, Spielberg, Osland. That's what I have it as well. But my number one is the Daniels, and then Todd Field, then McDonough, Spielberg, Osland. Best picture, now you know I'm going to have you rank all these. So just keep them in your head as I say them. Best picture, All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar the Way of Water, The Banshees of Inishirin, Elvis, The Fableman's Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, Women Talking, and the winner, Everything Everywhere, All at Once. Lord. All right, so, uh... What gets your vote? Well, Banshees get
2: your vote. Banshees.
1: Uh, yeah. My order is I, uh, Banshees, Everything Everywhere, Tar. Okay. I. Then it gets... I really should just have my... Uh, That's okay. Well, hold on. Have so my you, so you, page
0: up. you haven't said Top Gun, Fablemans, Women Talking, Triangle, All Quiet. You say Avatar or Elvis. Okay. So Top Gun is next. Okay. That one's easy. Avatar, Elvis, Quiet, Women, Fablemans. I... Uh, Then
1: I think I go Avatar, Avatar, Elvis, Quiet, Women, Fablemans. I think I go Women Talking next, followed by The Fablemans, then Avatar. Okay, and you got Triangle, All Quiet, Elvis, right? All right, Triangle of Sadness should have been in in there somewhere. I skipped that. Uh, Give me triangle above the Fablemans and then we do all quiet. Then Elvis back down at the bottom.
0: All right. My uh, let's go. Bob, the top Elvis avatar, of the way of water triangle of sadness, all quiet on the Western front. Women talking the Fablemans top gun, Maverick tar, the mansions of an and everything everywhere. All at once would have gotten my pick. Um, nice crop of winners. What's interesting to note is everything. Everywhere all once took home seven. I'll have some stats. I'm going to get to in a second. Okay. Seven. All quiet took home four and the whale took home two. Those are the only films that won multiple awards. Shut out. Banshees. Elvis. The Fablemans. And tar. Those are four movies that each had six or more nominations. Yeah. Avatar, shut out. No, Avatar won visual effects. So yeah, four movies that each had six or more nominations. I think that's it's hard it's hard to
1: pinpoint what to do about that cuz like people people vote for everything all at once. You can't really like pinpoint a solution. But I I find it kind of a bummer when just like it feels like two movies win most of the awards. Got like everything everywhere taking, pretty much everything, uh, every major award of note, and uh, all quiet taking like the a big chunk of the technical awards. And it's just like there were, there were only two movies that that excelled. Like there was, there wasn't one thing that Tar did the best. You sound like Joe. This year, he had a
0: whole rant on Twitter about this. Uh,
1: I, th- I I I saw that, and I I agree with his uh, I agree with his take. Like I think I think everything everywhere was excellent. Uh, I am I am I am far from one of the Twitter weirdos that gets so mad about it. But like it did everything the best. It's, it's just it's it, it's very little it's a little bummer.
0: People. Thought that with the expanding voting block and the preferential ballot for picture, this kind of thing wouldn't happen as often. Okay, these sweeps, and so it's nice for me. It. it I agree with you. I think it's it's nice to spread the wealth in my own, you know, on um, my own ballot that I make. Uh, I I gave. 14 nominations to Everything Everywhere, nine to Banshees, six to After but the Everything Everywhere won four, Banshees won two, After Sun won three, RRR won three, and then I have, like, a few more that have two, and then a bunch that have just one award. I, I, but... I don't know. there's something that I, I find uh, in, 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 it just doesn't happen, and I like like the big movie that just kind of carries everything off. Here's some stats. Some records that were broken on Oscar Night. Ruthie Carter is the first black woman to have two Oscars to her name. Wow, Well the first one ever to do it. 95 years. Yeah. Natu Natu is the first Indian song to win the rest original song. A24 is the first studio to win all four acting prizes because the whale is an a24 movie
1: oh so in in the same year
0: yeah okay first time that's ever happened uh everything everywhere all at once is the third film in history with three acting awards and do you remember the other two i mentioned them on oscar night i yes but when you say remember it's streetcar named desire yeah network and those didn't do what
1: win best picture
0: so it is the first film in history to win best best picture While also having three acting awards. Michelle Yeoh is the first Asian woman to win Best Actress and only the second woman of color. Everything Everywhere All at Once is the most awarded film since Gravity nine years ago. And it's the most for a Best Picture winner since Slumdog Millionaire took home eight trophies 14 years ago. And that did it without any acting at all. Daniel Kwan is the first writer of Chinese descent to an original screenplay. It's the first time in six years you'll like this, that all four acting winners won for playing fictional characters.
1: I do like that. Here's an even crazier
0: stat. Before that, you have to go back 19 years since the mid-90s for that to have happened. I, I,
1: I know what you mean. I don't find that crazy at all. The Academy loves that shit.
0: Brendan Fraser is the first Canadian to win Best Actor. He was born here, but he holds dual citizenship.
1: That's pretty weird.
0: Ki Huy Quan is the first Vietnamese-born actor to win an Oscar. Jamie Lee Curtis pulled off what her famous parents couldn't. Tony Curtis, Janet Lee never won an Oscar. She did. Guillermo del Toro is the first person to win an Oscar in picture and in animated feature. And finally, Everything Everywhere All at Once has the most above the line wins in film history picture director actress supporting actor supporting actress and original screenplay six of the eight you could possibly win
1: yeah that is that is very impressive How about Guillermo del Toro coming out and being like we have to save animation he's been doing the whole season I as the as the famous animator that I am I uh, have a very important takes about animated movies. Like you just got here, man.
0: Every single one of his, uh, speeches for, during this award season has been that like, where, where have you been? I, you know, like I, I don't mean any disrespect to animators. I think they're geniuses, but like the whole, like animation is a genre is a genre. It's like, I, I don't know. I guess like, I feel like why can't they just play within genres like everything else? You know yeah. what I mean? Why does it have to be? Are you telling me like animated movies aren't comedies? Because that's a genre.
1: Yeah, I no, I I agree with you. I think the 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 this category is is kind of strange. Uh, maybe just like do best animation. In i I'm movie. fine
0: with the category. I just like them being like it shouldn't exist because we should be in picture. It's like well that wasn't happening, and I don't think it it will on a regular basis. So like this is cool for me. Like I you know, it's like documentary. It's the same thing. You don't see documentarians going like you know, it's what you know, the, you know.
1: Whatever. I I mean, I I think that I think there's, there's there's an appreciable difference there. Like a a documentary is a completely different form of movie. Yeah. I uh, whereas and like an animated movie is is still just like a regular narrative movie. It's just not recognized
0: in the same way that other ones are. <laughs> That's the Oscars. Next year, Kimmel back as host.
1: I maybe. I hope not. I hope they. Uh, I hope they switch it up just to keep things. The Rock said he keep host. things different.
0: Yeah. You want that?
1: No, I don't. Okay. I think I'm. I'm pretty out on him. All right. As a presence.
0: It was a good show, uh, and I love the Oscars. All right, multiplex madness.
1: Pronounced with an IP.
0: That's right. We're deciding the greatest blockbuster franchise of all time. We're now doing the, uh, the first round of the division side of the conference. The division, the adapt- adaptation side of the conference. These are all franchises based on pre-existing properties or real-life characters or whatever. Yeah. Um, you all know what an adaptation we is. We have a bunch of matchups and seven categories this year that you have to win. It's the best of seven round. So the categories are Noah...
1: Uh, the categories are best film. They are quality control. What is the uh, the range of goodness? Uh, gross consistency. Did your movies all, uh, did they all do well? Or are you kind of buoyed by one big blockbuster? Uh, franchise growth. How did you, uh, how did you, how does the progress from start to where it uh, either ended or currently is? Uh, longevity. How, how long was the franchise a big deal? Not necessarily just uh, what's the longest time between movies, but like how long has it been a presence? Uh, legacy, same as uh, same as the previous categories, pretty self-explanatory. Uh, what kind of legacy has it left? Uh, and if we uh, if we need that uh, that seventh game, it's down to milestones. Yeah. What uh, what records have you set? What uh, what awards? What interesting tidbits? Uh, if we do need to go to a tiebreaker, uh, as we determined last time. It's which uh, which franchise won one of these seven categories most convincingly?
0: The hordest. All right, we got a lot to get to. Let's get into it. The one seed Spider Man franchise takes on the thirty second seed Fockers franchise. Best film, Noah. What are you giving it to? Meet the Parents.
1: I uh, no. This will be a uh, this will be Spider Man. Oh, me. interesting. <laughs> what's your uh, what's what's your what's your pick for best Spider Man film? so i know we have we we have a uh, we have the numbers here
0: i guess spider-verse or spider-man 2
1: yeah i mean that's really what it's between probably uh, i think i think i think i go spider-verse I, there, do love but, no, uh, I do
0: love far from home but yeah i think it's those yeah
1: uh, and that's a uh, that's an easy uh, easy pick
0: for me there quality control uh i think this is i think with the help of the marvel machine this is spider-man cause yeah. the last three have been consistent because they they really know what they're doing over there yeah for the most part yeah there's there's some
1: uh, some ebbs and flows and the uh, the low the low points of the spider-man franchise are uh, are fairly low but it's yeah, a lot this of This is
0: just gonna be a sweep I'm is uh, just done here quality yeah. control spider-man gross yeah. consistency last spider movie made over two billion dollars franchise gross last spider-man made over two billion dollars.
1: Yeah, this is uh, yeah, this is this is true on uh, on both counts. You know, we we undersold the uh the Meet the Parents franchise and Meet the Fockers specifically in our uh, not our last tournament, but in its uh, in its appearance. Yeah. And uh, yeah, not yeah, uh, not this time. We were we were
0: right to pick it 32nd. Right. Our next matchup the two seed James Bond franchise against the thirty first seed, the Mummy franchise. Speaking of Brendan Fraser and Michelle Yeoh, uh, best film we uh we watched Goldfinger.
1: Yes, did you almost say member?
0: Yeah, yeah. or Golden Eye last night. So a lot of,
1: lot of, lot of different movies to pick from in the James Bond best film thing. Yeah, I, I think I think we felt that Goldfinger is just kind of like the iconic James Bond. I, this is a tougher choice than I'd like it to be. Okay, the answer is uh, Goldfinger over the Mummy. But like, I'm on I'm on Team Twitter here. The Mummy is great
0: yeah mummy's a lot of fun
1: I, it's what, uh goldfinger yeah you're that you, you're voting as yeah, well you, do you, you, you sure. do you do you do you do have to vocalize it
0: uh um, those are the rules quality control i it also is going to be james bond yeah uh, for i
1: me. i uh i forget here the mummy uh the mummy franchise includes cruise oh no it it now that i've gone over to the page i see that it does i was just uh it does. yeah i yeah. uh,
0: it also includes the Scorpion King.
1: Yeah, that's uh yeah. It's not really going to make a uh, make a difference in the answer here either way. James no. Bond even even putting several bad movies in that slate of 26. They have, they have more good ones. Uh, uh I'll check. To be able to make that many movies at all, 25, excuse me. Yeah. Uh is crazy.
0: Gross consistency. Mm. Well, James Bond's tricky here. It is,
1: because it's not like... They make enough money to keep making them, obviously.
0: Yeah, yeah. Its lowest box office was Dr. No, which was just the first one. Sure, wasn't a thing yet. So, that's good. Um, And then Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, which effectively killed the franchise. I don't have the, the links to the numbers on here. That's a shame. I'll make sure I have that for the next round. All right. Uh, I don't know. I mean, let's take a look at like the more recent Bond franchise. So you got uh, Goldeneye makes about one twenty. Tomorrow Never Dies makes about one twenty as well. World's on Fire makes about one thirty five. Die Another Day makes one sixty. Casino Royale makes one sixty. Quantum of Solace bumps it up a little. Makes like one. Seventy something is real close together. Skyfall just shoots up sure. there th- over three hundred. Spectre makes two hundred million, and then No Time to Die uh, uh, right after the pandemic makes about one sixty. Also, okay, so it's been so, pretty consistent. So
1: once once the James Bond franchise kind of becomes a blockbuster yes, machine, uh, yeah, that's uh, that looks like a, a vote for James Bond.
0: And then, uh, franchise growth. I mean, I mean uh, this, this, this what...
1: might be the, the, like the strong, the James Bond category. Well,
0: that, or the next one.
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> it been around. Since no, it like is. The next, the, the next, the next one is the James Bond category. Yeah, longevity, but, uh, but yeah, it does sweep. Yeah. That is a, a sweep, uh, a sweep
0: there. Two sweeps. For our, for our,
1: I mean, our first two seeds. So uh, I know they're strong.
0: They're strong seeds. The three right, Ned seed, Stark. sure, I get that. The three seed, the Batman franchise takes on the thirty seed Transformers. I gotta tell you, uh,
1: I'm very happy to have Spider-Man and Batman on my team. I think, I think I'm very we're, happy
0: to have James Bond and the Avengers on my I team. I think
1: we're I think we're going far. I think I'm going pretty far with James
0: Bond. <laughs> James Bond's gonna be very hard to beat. All right.
1: Yeah, uh, best Batman. film. Batman versus Transformers. Uh, this is a, a pretty easy pick for yeah, Batman. Yeah, it's easy. Uh, we get to quality control. Uh, well, see, Transformers were all pretty bad after a
0: while. <laughs> sure.
1: Nice, <laughs> they controlled nice, that quality. Nice, consistently bad
0: franchise. <laughs> uh, Batman's mean, trickier. Yeah. Ba- Batman has. Batman, that? Batman Returns, Batman Forever, Batman Robin, Batman Begins, Dark Knight, Dark Knight. Rises Batman v Superman, yeah, we're all over the place. This might be a point for transformers
1: i I don't know that uh being consistently bad is within the spirit of the category i i think to I think to win here, you have to have made some uh so you're
0: you're you're giving quality control to the Batman, which we could agree is less consistent in in the quality of the movies that come out, but they have better movies in that. I think, I think it's, than Transformers. Uh, yeah. I,
1: I agree that it's less consistent, but it is like, I think, I think pretty measurably more, uh, more good than bad. I, uh, you know, we, I don't think we don't have any like numbers or anything for it, uh, included here, but, uh, the Batman is another, oh, yeah, another, movies. another entry in, uh, in terms of quality. Like I think it I think it's mostly good with uh some valleys here
0: and there. Let's see, you got four five movies that we five movies that like people can mostly agree on are just good.
1: Versus one, two, three?
0: Four. <laughs> including Dark Knight Rises. Okay. So four.
1: All right. Yeah. Five to
0: four.
1: Yeah, and I like I, per- I personally like have Dark Knight Rises kind of right in the middle, but I'll, t- I'll I'll put it closer to the goods than I do the bads. Uh, so yeah, my vote's going Batman here.
0: Oh, it's just. Do you really?
1: Do you really think that a franchise being consistently mediocre to bad is like a point in its favor? I
0: don't think that quality control means. Like, good. How was it good consistently? And it was... That franchise is so up and down. They have, like, Batman and Robin and Batman v Superman on that list. And then, like, as high as The Dark Knight. It That's not consistent. There's no control there. Yeah, but...
1: Consistency in and of it's itself—it's actually
0: consistency is not even on here. It's quality control, right?
1: And so, consistency in and of itself is just not like a good thing. Uh, you need like you need it to be consistently good, or else, like who cares? If they put out ten movies and they all
0: stink, like that's that's not compelling to me. All right, okay, you can give it to Batman for me. All right.
1: Uh, Then we talk consistency and gross, which is going to be another uh, another another wide range for the Batman franchise. You've got your uh, you've got your Dark Knights up at five thirty five. You got your Batman and Robins all the way down at one hundred. Transformers doesn't have quite the same uh, the same range. Uh, but uh, you know, Revenge of the Fallen's up to 400 million, the Bumblebee movie, uh, all the way down at 127.
0: So Transformers 1 through 4 went from 319, 402, 452, 245. Worldwide, 708, 830, 1.1, 1.1, 602. Batman. Batman Begins is 205. Dark Knight doubles it. Dark Knight Rises makes about 100 million less than that. Batman Superman's 330. And Batman's 360.
1: So, what do those numbers say to you?
0: Batman's 251. Batman Returns is 162. Then 184. Then 107
1: for Batman begin Batman and Robin. So yeah, Batman and Robin's gonna be the the lowest point.
0: Each franchise has two back to back movies that gross a billion. We're not counting Joker. Transformers 708 836 yeah i give it to batman
1: all right yeah i th- I think this this one is uh is closer to uh closer to transformers than uh yeah than the last category for me but i think that uh the batmans have been a, a little uh, a little more consistently big and
0: franchise growth same thing batman. yeah yeah that's got to uh that's got
1: to go batman all right, so that's uh, that's three sweeps in a row for our top 3 well, seeds. Well, time for
0: our first bottom seed to get its first point. Fourth nice. seed, the Avengers versus the 29th seeded Jaws. Best movie goes to Jaws. It does. Quality control Congratulations and then we can agree to goes Jaws. to the Avengers. Uh yes, it does. Gross consistency goes to the Avengers. Yes. Franchise growth goes to the Avengers. What if you consider negative growth? goes to the Avengers.
1: I, yeah, the, the I mean, this was uh,
0: If only we had gone to Legacy, which may have still also gone to the Avengers. I, I, yeah, ooh, changed, no, it's yeah. Changed, yeah. I mean, they both changed Hollywood forever.
1: Sure. I think that the legacy of Jaws is stronger than, uh, yeah. Than that, but it doesn't matter because we did not get there. Uh, Milestones also would have gone to the Avengers.
0: All right, Harry Papa at the fifth seed against uh, Die Hard, 28th seed. What gets your vote for best film?
1: Uh, that's going to be a vote for Die Hard for me. I think
0: it'll also go to Die Hard. Is, uh, yeah. Quality Control, I think, easily goes
1: to Harry Potter. It certainly does. Uh, the Die Hard franchise has uh, at least two good movies and. You might be able to argue as high as four, but yeah, I like you'd have you'd have to feel
0: feel good Gross consistency. Also, Harry Potter definitely franchise growth. Harry Potter, Potter. (laughs) although it's not downward turn, but that game just came out. Yeah, that's true. Doing pretty well, and then longevity. Harry
1: Harry Potter. Potter. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's. I mean, let's actually. Harry
0: Potter was was ten years. Right, yeah, ten solid years. And then yes. we had the 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 three. I can't believe they made three of those three Fantastic Beast movies. I can't believe that either.
1: Though, hang on, we separated those into their right, own thing. Right. Fantastic Beast does not count against Harry Potter.
0: So, do we should we give longevity to Die Hard just because they they made one in like what is it 90? 90, 90, or 90? 90, like ninety five?
1: 2007 and then like 2015 or something i think that 12 uh yeah the way that harry potter was able to maintain its status as like a list blockbuster franchise the for YA 10 template. straight years the template, like uh, the yeah. children's book yeah I, th- I think the i think that's sort of a, a higher degree of difficulty for me right. so uh, my vote goes harry potter
0: all right that's yours four. as well
1: all right we go four to one can't <laughs> one of the most anticipated matchups of the tournaments the eight seed the lord of the rings
0: franchise takes on the 27th seed dun, 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 wait no dun, i was gonna dun, have dun, you do dun, it dun, so, dun, do it dun, dun, dun. No. No. Do i'm Brian server and say. this is welcome to jackass i was gonna go. this is jackass because okay. like, we're doing the
1: this tournament. Is Jackass best film? Yeah, I that's gonna be The Return of the King. Yeah, well, no, uh, I guess it's gonna be two towers for, no, for in, in my mind.
0: The king. Against what? I guess forever, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, yeah, all right. Point goes to the Lord of the Rings franchise quality control. This is a really tough beat for Jackass because Jackass. <laughs> It got has, better.
0: Oh, except for three, you know, like forever two, maybe three and one of those conflict. Yeah. But.
1: but just like, they're all good. Yeah, sure. Uh, I guess, I guess Jackass does have, uh, I'm a bad grandpa. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, that's total. Uh, so maybe that doesn't count, but like just generally speaking, I think Jackass's case in quality control is strong. i. Mm-hmm. Uh, Every movie is just like, what if I stapled my penis to my leg? And then everyone's like, yeah, do it. And (laughs) then they do, and it's funny. Uh, Whereas very few hobbits get their dicks stapled anything. in this franchise. uh, Lord of the Rings is going to get my vote for quality control.
0: Gross consistency.
1: That is going to be Lord of the Rings as a jackass franchise.
0: Franchise growth. Now, hold on. Okay i have holding had, we've had uh a off, which we're counting as part of this for jackass that was yeah. successful plus jackass forever lord of the rings franchise was just three three films three movies yeah this three is three years
1: yeah i think i think this is this is legitimately uh okay lord lord of the rings just came and did its thing and left And we we separated out the Hobbits into their own thing for this one.
0: Yeah, that really shoots a lot of this and Harry Potter in the foot. (laughs) That Uh, we separated the other franchise, which is part of the franchise growth. Maybe we should just consider that they made that part. Like, you know what I mean? Like franchise growth, they made three Hobbit movies. We don't discuss the merits of them. Okay. But three additional Hobbit movies were made in so, response. So
1: Lord of the, the Lord of the Rings gets all the benefits of the Hobbit franchise without any of yeah. the drawbacks. Of and Harry the Potter,
0: they grew the franchise.
1: Okay. I... No, I think uh, maybe maybe just to be
0: a little stinker but I'm going to put Jackass here. Down the line we might want to think about that. That's fine. Yeah, sure. you put been this you in the longevity for Jackass also cuz it was more than 3 years in theaters?
1: Uh I am, yeah. Okay. What what are you doing for either care. of these categories?
0: Legacy's going to Lord of the Rings.
1: <laughs> All right, I will not record a No, vote you can put me with I'll do
0: I'll be a, I'll be a brother here. I'll I'll put uh, I'll be a little uh there you go. You got
1: to give some respect to Jackass, <laughs> a franchise that we are very recently
0: big fans of. Yeah. All right. The Seventh Seed Mission Impossible series takes on the twenty six Seed Ocean series. Best film. What are you going to do? This is, uh, I mean, the closest yeah. Uh,
1: the closest best film of the what evening so far. What are you going to do, I uh, This isn't really a hard pick for me, though. Oh. It's Ocean's Eleven.
0: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> might pick that, too. I mean, like, listen. I just love it so much. The
1: So many of the Mission Impossible movies are great, uh, I think. Which one would you pick? God, are I just... just doing Fallout? I don't really know. Yeah, I think I'm just doing Fallout for... you got to watch
0: them before July.
1: Yeah, I know. As As you uh, caught up. I'm very excited about that because they're pretty much all excellent. We'll do them with. And the I end. feel, He's I feel, I feel like even two is probably fine relative to other it movies. Really, yeah. I two's fun, but like Ocean's Eleven, I could, I really Anytime. think I could just watch Anytime. every day of Anytime. my life. Anytime, uh, Quality control. I mean, Mission Impossible. Yeah, is now where we're gonna get to get Mission Impossible.
0: Gross consistency, Mission Impossible. Yes. Franchise growth. Mission Impossible, yeah, longevity. In a, in Mission a, Impossible,
1: boom, 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 in a huge way. Yeah, Mission Impossible really, Man, uh, we are really front took charge there.
0: Loaded on this side of the bracket, bro. This is next round is going to be crazy. I mean,
1: we, yeah, we we drafted very well so far. These next movies all deserve going to be crazy to be the high seeds that they are. All right. Except apparently, Lord of the
0: Rings. Next matchup, well, two games to jackass. <laughs> next matchup. The uh, eighth seed, Fast and the Furious franchise, against the twenty-fifth seed, Born franchise. Best film. I. What are you picking for both of these?
1: This one's uh, this one's also tough. Like which uh, which movie is yeah. the best one for me? Uh, fast and Furious is Fast Five. Okay. And Born is. You doing? God, uh, I, for, I forgot. Uh, I forget where I landed on this. I. Or do you? Are you a supremacy boy. Maybe, maybe, and I'm... what's the difference? <laughs> maybe when you really think about it. Maybe I'm just an identity man. Oh, the original, yeah. Uh, what's the
0: song that plays during the? Is that the song that
1: sounds like a different franchise? No, uh, no, it's like a
0: right here, <shh-t-> right now. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, yes, what are you doing?
1: I'm doing the Born song. No, uh, no, I don't no, know no, what you're doing.
0: That is a born identity. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving to the stairs in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, "Well, he says right here, right now." But okay. Uh, so I believe you. Slim.
1: Uh, so yeah, my uh, my picks my picks going born. I'm going fast. Okay. Our first split. That's fair. What's uh, yours? Is Fast uh, Fury Seven.
0: I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> it's
1: probably five. <laughs> All right. It's probably five. Uh, quality control. Mm. Uh, Now, the uh, the Bourne franchise does include both the Bourne uh, Legacy and Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne. Bourne. Uh,
0: Fast and Furious has Hobbs and Shaw. Right. I still go with Fast and Furious just for that three-movie run. That came in the middle of its fr- franchise. Okay. Plus the first one. Actually, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm going with Born. The, the, I'm going with the tri- three movie run. Which three movie run do we go with here? It's Yeah, Born. I think it's Born. Yeah,
1: I go. Uh, I, I go Born because
0: any of the Born movies are better than Fast and Furious Six. So there you go. You think? No, any of the trilogy we're talking about. Oh, I see. Movies. Okay, because that's the trilogy. It's I F- yeah, Fast yeah, yeah. and Furious five, six, and seven. Okay, and any of the first three born movies are better than the six Fast and Furious. Yeah, that's
1: fine. Uh, I w- I will say that uh, the Fast and the Furious is also uh, just legitimately good fun. The first one, yeah. Uh, the second movie is bad, but like enjoyable. Well like I, I, yeah, I don't think you can really argue that it's good, but like no, I like it. It's well shot. I. Third one is worse, but you also might enjoy it anyway. I uh, fourth is boring. Five, six, seven rule. Uh, then it tails off. Yeah,
0: gross consistency. I think is also Fast and Furious.
1: Yeah, this is uh, this is going to be grew. where it it did, and then. Speaking of, it grew. It grew.
0: The franchise
1: did. Uh, yeah, Fast and Furious is among the uh, the poster children for franchise growth and longevity. Leads yes. right into longevity. It certainly does, uh, which goes Fast and Furious. So you have Fast and Furious winning. I have. Uh, you have a three one. Yeah, I've got it. I've got it three. So 3- I've got it three two. Oh
0: yeah, uh, your legacy here.
1: This is this is an interesting question. Really? Uh, well, I mean. I think the time in which we're doing this tournament, I, to my mind, 956. the Fast and Furious franchise is kind of in the middle of diluting its legacy. I,
0: we only got two more.
1: Yeah, that's a lot we're more done. to go. I, it came back and it had this uh, miraculous resurgence mm-hmm. into a completely other uh, blockbuster thing than what it was. And that was very cool, and also those movies were just like legit good in a way that kind of took where us you're getting by surprise. Yet, but we're not
0: there yet, and you don't know not ten's going to be bad. You don't. We haven't seen it.
1: Sure, that that's true. I don't know that it's going to be bad. I've seen. I I I think it's fair to say that I've been around long enough that, like, I can, I can I can have like a fairly educated guess as to whether that's going to happen. Do you do you think do you think that's reason that's reasonable for me to assume of myself?
0: I think so, but I just think it's unfair to say that a movie uh is not going to win legacy because the next two movies might be bad.
1: I I'm not I'm not saying that it's not going to win. Yeah. But I'm saying that it is every everything we've seen of the franchise since 7 mm-hmm. has been kind of going downhill. Yeah. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw not good eight not good nine horrendous Uh, and is really kind of uh, taken some of the luster off and if it does continue on that 10 is kind of the same thing and then if 10 is the same thing I think it's pretty safe to say that 11 is also in danger I then you're you're left in a tough spot. Uh, the Bourne franchise, meanwhile, uh, had a much uh, a much shorter run, uh, so less time to establish its legacy, mm-hmm. and it it too kind of petered on past its prime. But I think in I think in a less uh, a less visible way, yeah, sure, people just kind of didn't care about legacy in Jason Bourne, whereas uh, the the new Fast and Furious movies are still big summer tent poles. Mm-hmm. Uh, And, uh, you know, Jason Bourne uh, as a franchise had a a profound effect on the way that action movies uh, were made and looked for many years. I don't think that's enough for me to give it to Bourne. I think I go fast and furious here for just the way that it was able to revive itself and turn it into a new thing. But I think it's pretty close.
0: Okay. What What do you think? Uh, I think it's Fast and Furious. I think Bourne does have the uh, legacy of the shooting style, the shaky cam, the kinetic action. Really, uh, it came to kind of represent the epitome of post-9-11 blockbusters, like gritty, on the ground yeah. kind of filmmaking. Um, Fast I- and Sorry, I also just
1: I'd forgotten to say that like Matt Damon.
0: Matt it's Matt it's just, Damon's it's franchise. Kind of
1: kinda of locked locked him in as an as an A lister.
0: Uh well, i it locked him in as like like no one took him as like an action star till then for sure. Yeah. Um and in fact when he was cast, people were like he's you know, the pretty boy who wrote Goodwill Hunting. Uh Fast and Furious is, like, the epitome of, like, a Cinderella story for a franchise, a B-movie that was a surprise hit. You know it's one of my favorite box office stories of all time, and it's something that I don't think we'll ever see again on this scale as far as uh, franchise growth. And so I think that that is a huge part of its legacy. Yeah. Plus the collecting of a cast from around the world, different ethnicities, kind of tapping into worldwide... um, Demographics in that regard, building a global box office franchise. Uh, I mean, the Bourne regard. movies
1: cast people from
0: all over Europe. Yes, they cast from all all over the world to be bad guys. <laughs> um, yeah, so I I, I think it's uh, I think it's yeah. Fast I'm and I'm
1: going uh, I'm going that way too, but it's uh, it's close. And that's a uh, that's a Fast and Furious win.
0: All right, the ninth Sea Jurassic franchise against the 24th seed x-men franchise best film here goes to jurassic park it does without any sort of quality control i think in my opinion goes to jurassic all right because i'm a a defender of world and fallen kingdom and i am a anti-defender of dark phoenix and apocalypse and oh i mean nobody's a last stand and x-men origins yeah you're hang on you are actually
1: an anti-defender of first class and i think to a lesser extent days of future past yeah first class is are...
0: one of those where i feel like if i watched it now i'd go oh you know what? i think it is good okay but yeah certainly days of future past I, i'm not fucking batshit shit over like everybody else yeah
1: i logan's great this is yeah even this... the
0: wolverine isn't is very good in my opinion
1: yeah th- that was like fine uh x2 is good I think I think the Wolverine is better than several of the worst Jurassic Park movies. I uh, but let, let, let's see. And I so you you're going you're going Jurassic here. You're yeah. uh, you're sure on that. All right. I do I do have to kind of puzzle this out.
0: Jurassic, Jurassic 3, Jurassic World uh and Fallen Kingdom. I think are better than uh X3, X-Men Origins Dark Phoenix, Apocalypse. I think there's more, more bad X Men, and there's more movies than there are bad Jurassics. And yeah. there are better Jurassics than there are good X Men.
1: I. Whereas for me, you've got, uh, yeah. It's tough because there's so many fucking X Men movies, <laughs> uh, and Deadpool counts here too. Oh yeah. Uh, sure. And so. So do
0: New Mutants.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. Which we didn't see, but sure. But it's a movie that exists mm-hmm. for sure. I so let's see X Men movies that I know to be bad. You got X Men three, uh, bad movie. Then just goes from there right into the uh, the first class stuffs, right? No, no the Wolverines. Okay, so Origins uh, X Men Origins Wolverine, bad movie. I. Uh, I think that like the Wolverine's a replacement level movie, okay. so it's not going on this list. Uh, First Class is good. Days of Future Past is good. Uh, Dark Phoenix and Apocalypse are uh, heinous. Deadpool's, uh, yeah, Dead Deadpool is like not good, but has its thing going. And then Deadpool Two is good. Uh, then there's New Mutants, which uh, we're sure is. I'm sure is quite bad, and Logan, which is uh, terrific. I uh, so that is of 13. Oh, I didn't uh, mark off New Mutants when I was doing my little uh, my little hand thing. Five of 13 are uh, at least quite bad. I uh, and then probably like three are fine. Uh, I could I could watch and not be unhappy. And then I think the rest I like, whereas for for, for me, Jurassic Park, uh, how obviously, many of,
0: how many are actively bad of five got, of 13, five of 13?
1: Yeah. Actively like quite bad. OK. Uh, how many
0: of the six Jurassic Parks are quite bad? I, I
1: think it's three of six.
0: Well, it's a higher percentage of bad. Yeah.
1: And it's it's a much it's a much smaller sample size, but can you like extrapolate the, that the lows of the lows of x-men are lower than the lows of Jurassic Park i
0: and the highs of Jurassic Park
1: yeah the highs are certainly yeah certainly higher i think and like even among the bad jurassic parks like i would rather watch jurassic park 3 than phoenix or apocalypse Right. uh pretty much without hesitation. So I'll go, I'll go Jurassic Park there. But
0: it's that's, close. That it's is,
1: close. That is close. The Jurassic franchise has a lot of a lot of stinkers.
0: All right, gross consistency is Jurassic Parks.
1: Now, I'll I'll make the uh, I'll make the consistently mid argument that you made for Transformers here. I mm-hmm. uh, that the uh, the X-Men movies were could pretty reliably just make one hundred and eighty to two hundred and twenty million dollars. Sure, pretty much no matter what you did. I wait. Say it again. Said the X Men franchise could make could pretty reliably make like one hundred and eighty to two hundred and twenty million dollars. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I uh, you could like the great ones made that, and the bad ones also made that. Yeah, <laughs> I it was a strangely consistent. I uh, like moderately okay gross for a major superhero franchise. So
0: let me write it down. The first one is 156. Second one is 218. Third one is 235. Origins 180. Yeah. Uh First Class 140. Uh The Wolverine 130. Days of Future Past 230. Apocalypse 180, Deadpool 360s, um, Dark Phoenix like 80. Yeah. Uh, Logan 215.
1: All right. And whereas uh, the jurassics are
0: three, much
1: higher, 350,
0: than that. 220, 180 for the first trilogy, mm-hmm. 600, 450, 350.
1: Yeah, that's a worldwide uh, that,
0: just bill for the last three bill two sure. bill bill bill.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The the degree of difficulty for Jurassic Park to make that much money is uh, gives it the point.
0: Yeah.
1: And then franchise growth. Uh, that, I mean, that's got to be Jurassic Park to
0: to have the Jurassic yeah, World franchise movies, revive just, it. Yeah. And, and, and in a huge way, broke the opening weekend record. Yeah. Took it from took it from Avengers. Yeah. Yeah, that was
1: uh, that was a very silly thing. What happened when Jurassic World came out? Yeah.
0: Jurassic Milestones. If we ever get to it, are going to be fucking tough. I,
1: I expect that we will.
0: All right, the ten seed trek takes on the twenty third seed Superman. We just watched Superman the movie for the first time. We what, did. What gets your best
1: film vote? I uh, that was a
0: that was a yeah that was that was a
1: fun watch. Very pleasant. Really, yeah. really, uh, really enjoyed that. It yeah. really got funny. what makes Superman compelling. funny movie. Yeah. It was. Christopher, yeah. Christopher Reeve. Uh... Do you like pink?
0: <laughs> yeah. A dumb had... man could read War and Peace and still be stupid. A smart man could read the ingredients on bubblegum and find the meaning of life.
1: What does bubblegum
0: have to do with life? <laughs> uh, Shut I'm, up, Otis. I'm exclusively going to do Miss
1: Tessmacher oh, impressions from now on.
0: Parker Posey plays her in Returns. Great casting.
1: Okay. I...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Whereas the the
1: Shrek franchise, the Shrek is going to be Shrek here, right? For best the, film, yeah, yeah. The Puss the Puss in Boots here counts.
0: That's true, but I still think the first Shrek is better than the Puss in Boots is, But that's, that's I mean,
1: I have, yeah, it, it's really just the one Puss in true. Boots. I have not seen Puss in Boots. That's true. I.
0: Yeah, I
1: I feel like this is a, this is a real like tell us how old you are without telling us how old you are situation. But I'm going to say Shrek and feel kind of weird about it.
0: Yeah, uh, I will, too. I won't feel weird.
1: Now you're uh, you're pretty comfortable there.
0: Quality control is certainly Shrek. Yeah, we ended on a big high. Just a second ago. and Yeah, uh, the,
1: the Superman franchise is... Even uh, in the
0: Christopher Reeves version, got worse. Yeah,
1: gets so. gets worse and then gets worse. Yeah. Uh, so that is Shrek. Gross consistency, though.
0: Shrek. Yeah, so, that was Shrek. Mainly because the, the, the Superman franchise uh, really faltered. And I will find a quick example of what I mean... Um, Superman: The Quest for Peace. Superman four, nine years after Superman came out, made domestically. 14, million. Fourteen million dollars. <laughs> Fourteen.
1: That's even worse. Uh, I'm sure that's
0: just on the sheet. I, I,
1: yeah, well, the the sheet says fifteen, but I
0: I must have rounded up. Well, that I was did. very generous was, of you. It was 14.5. I just One up. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, that's you gotta you gotta give them the wins where they can get them. So there you go. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. That is that is not good.
0: Franchise growth. Well, they keep trying to do super Actually, they don't really keep trying to do Superman. We had Man of Steel in 2013. We didn't get a Superman movie after that.
1: Yeah, I mean we I think we did in the sense that like the DC people don't understand how to make franchises. So like to their well, to their mind Man Justice of Steel League got
0: turned into a Batman movie
1: yeah and ba- batman batman v superman uh like if that did did we did we litigate why that counts for batman and not superman
0: does it not count for superman
1: no i mean i think you just you said we got man of steel and then not another one uh but
0: i just meant that like he he hasn't had a so he they rebooted him okay epically yeah and he never got another solo outing Ever.
1: Yeah, that and that, that that That's crazy. That I don't think is out of like a lack of faith in Superman, but just oh the people in charge at DC.
0: I think are... it showed a lack of faith when they announced Man of Steel 2. They announced it. Uh huh. And then either a month later or two months later or a year later they went and you know who's in it? Batman. You know what it's called? Batman. V Superman. That showed a lack of faith in Superman when they said it's happening. We're doing it. And also Batman's here. I don't worry, folks. I think
1: that showed a lack of faith in themselves. I think they they wanted to be releasing uh, the Avengers movies already. And so they just had to accelerate it. You got it. We got to get Batman in with Superman. We got to get Justice League out now. Uh,
0: Based on the quality of Puss in Boots, the last wish I give this to Shrek. Okay. yeah. you want to franchise growth? That's how you do it. Fifth, sixth movie, and it's a spinoff. Yeah, and it's hugely successful.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll go Shrek there, too. Superman's... Uh, wow. it's been Kryptonite.
0: Yeah. He's green. He's
1: green. Shrek's meaning green. <laughs> all right that's a uh, you got another sweep in the uh, the adaptations which like i think i think we knew this was coming uh the, this
0: is this is our heaviest the the adap- adapted the adapted bracket yeah. is
1: going to be full of like the pirates of the caribbean franchise is the 11th seed
0: for god's sake uh let's talk about it 11th <laughs> seed pirates of the caribbean franchise takes on the 22nd seed to the conjuring and by conjuring we're including all of the yeah man wait are we including the Annabells?
1: uh jesus the Annabelle uh, what does
0: it say on the thing
1: yeah, so that's a good question. What How does many it films say does on the it thing? Say? The Conjuring franchise has five films on the thing.
0: So that's Conjuring, the Nun, and La Llorona. We just took out the Annabelle franchise.
1: Uh, yeah, the the Annabelle franchise is out because it has its own we standalone can sequels. We count toward
0: franchise growth.
1: Uh, sure. Uh, but
0: um, yeah, it's it's the, the three, three Conjuring, the Nun, Llorona and the, the, nun. the Curse of La Llorona. Okay. Best film. Uh, this is Pirates, Pirates, yeah. Black Pearl. I was about to say The Conjuring because Conjuring is great, and then I was like, "Oh no, wait! The first Pirates exists."
1: Yes, it does. <laughs> okay. uh,
0: Quality control. Yeah, this now, is. Oh, this is interesting. No, you. It's, have, no, it's got. It's listen. I'll, uh, you have. Uh, you have I've watched
1: s- through the Conjuring franchise. I've seen all of them. Uh, whereas I've seen the first one. Yeah. So I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm turning to you as a guiding light here.
0: Ooh, my letterbox, I, I have the ranking of
1: uh, it. Uh, I trust your takes here. The first one is quite good. Uh, I understand that The
0: Nun is quite bad. Uh, fill me in. The Nun's my least favorite. Uh, uh, Conjuring, Annabelle, Creation, which is the second one. The Conjuring 2, Annabelle Comes Home, that's the third one. The Conjuring 3... Annabelle, Chris LaIrona, and The Nun. Okay. So you could see we got, like, the first one and then, like, the fourth movie they made and then the second Conjuring movie and then the third and... Or just sure. kind of bounce all over the place. Here's what I'll say about quality control against pirates. They got worse. And you started at such a peak. Uh-huh. Right? And then the drop-off from Dead Man's Chest is noticeable. It's not as good of a movie.
1: No. It's it's Still quite good. It's but, still quite it, good. yeah, it's not...
0: World's End, not as good as Dead Man's Chess, but it's a good capper to the franchise. And then just, boom, two yeah. movies. <laughs> right in the dark. Done. Toilet. And so. God damn it, I keep hitting the fucking thing. And so. I'll go with Conjuring, because they, they kept making movies that got high on that list. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a drop off.
1: Yeah, the Pirates franchise was not. There's controlling no its back. quality it was just falling with style
0: and neither was the conjuring but they would occasionally make a movie that was like oh that was better than the last one i saw yeah so there you go
1: all right I uh, i concur with the uh, with your take franchise growth uh now we need gross consistency yeah <laughs> i that <laughs> this seems like another one where just due to degree of difficulty in the grosses it probably goes pirates I. Uh, because those, I mean, those fell off as all things do. But yeah, I uh, the first, the th- the third, the third one was still like a a big money maker, right? Almost a billion. Yeah, uh and then like four was fine, and five
0: was uh, bad. All right, so here's in terms yeah, of for money. Gross. Uh, the first one three hundred five six fifty four. Second one four twenty three a billion. Third one, 309 dropped over $100 million, 960. So just about $100 million worldwide. The next one, 241 worldwide bill. Dead Men Tell No Tales, 172. So it dropped 70 domestic. Seven, almost $800 million again. So yeah, I think Pirates for the okay. worldwide numbers.
1: Yeah. I agree. And now franchise growth.
0: I don't know. We didn't look at the, the things for the Conjuring movies. That's true. All right. Yeah, that's let's, fair. Let's, let's look at those. Hold on. Because those make money. Let's not just list
1: uh, list one thing and vote for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Top seed always wins. I wonder why. <laughs> well, that's a good choice.
0: <laughs> All right. Okay. So the Conjuring, you got. Wait, this Wikipedia shit. Has... There we go. Okay. First Conjuring one thirty four domestic three twenty, worldwide. Annabelle comes out next year eighty four, two fifty seven. Conjuring two, we're back up to one hundred two. It's this is going to be Conjuring one hundred two, uh, three twenty one. Annabelle creation, which we're not, oh, we're not counting those. Fine, no, fine, fine. So then in that case one thirty seven, one hundred two, one seventeen, and then the the Curse of La Llorona, which wasn't really connected and that kind of thing. Sure. Um
1: But I mean it's still it's still part of the uh it's still part of the picture. That's true,
0: but I would still say a horror franchise going 137, 102, 117 and then worldwide three twenty, three twenty one, 321, and 365 for its first okay. three. That's pretty fucking consistent.
1: You're going uh, you're going Conjuring?
0: <sighs> no, I'm not because we're not counting the Annabelle franchise. And no, it's we're a big drop off for La Llorona. Uh no, I'm not. All right. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm sticking, I'm sticking with Pirates. All
1: right. Uh, what are you saying for growth?
0: God help me. Um, For growth? Yeah. Oh, Conjuring.
1: Yeah. Conjuring's become its own little expanded universe. It was
0: the first post-Avengers successful cinematic universe, and they did it by accident.
1: Yeah. I, whereas, again, the Pirates franchise just did not grow. No. <laughs> no, 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 It shrunk. Longevity. See, this is interesting because Conjuring is still happening. Yeah. Whereas, uh, so pirates ran from uh, you know two thousand five movies between two thousand three and two thousand seventeen. Uh, only
0: I knew for sure that they were making that Margot Robbie one. Whereas the Conjuring
1: has been going for eight years, same number of movies in eight years, and is still going on. Yeah. Uh, Where yeah. Are you leaning here? I am. Yeah, I'm. Le- I'm leaning Conjuring. I think that the uh, the backbone of the Pirates franchise is its star, and he kind of went supernova.
0: All right. You know what? That's a good point. I'll go with that because of that reason.
1: I So, yeah, that's going to be – The Conjuring is in in danger of winning. Legacy. (laughs) So, again, the backbone of the Pirates franchise (laughs) is its star.
0: (laughs) I – and he kind of went supernova. <laughs> uh, Do we think that The that's... Conjuring is gonna have a better legacy than Pirates of the Caribbean? I so Pir- Pirates
1: of the Caribbean has got a. It's just one of the. One of one of the big uh, one of the big shiny blockbuster franchises of uh, of its generation. Uh, it's big fun for the whole family. A whole swashbuckling thing. I didn't... Didn't really, like, spawn anything in the way that, like, Harry Potter did. It started or, a whole, like, YA madness. It wasn't really, like, a pirate craze. Uh, it, was, it was just... It was just all... Well, that was an accident. <laughs> I, it was just all kind of rooted in Jack Sparrow. Whereas a... Uh,
0: Conjuring brought a lot of devil movies out, exorcism, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, and and just like James the, Wan. the James Wan, James Wan. Yeah, James Wan, All James, right, James fine. Wan. Fine,
0: fine, James Wan. There you go. Yeah, I mean, Saw is a big part of James Wan. Sure, uh, but the blockbuster status of James Wan comes from the Conjuring. Yeah, he and like he he this is
1: where he cemented himself as uh, as the breakout guy. Yeah. All right. Fine. Uh,
0: yeah that's uh yeah. I mean, insidious too he had like i still stick with conjuring yeah i mean wh- whatever whatever
1: insidious did like the conjuring is james wan's franchise uh whether whether that is whether that is actually like born out on paper that is the legacy that it has mm-hmm. uh, it's it's going to be looked back on in 20 30 years as like that is the james wan thing yeah uh, so that is a uh, that's a four two victory for the twenty two seed Conjuring.
0: There we go over the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. All right, the twelve seed Star Trek takes on the twenty first seed Planet of the Apes. Why didn't we watch any of these? Uh, oh, the fir- Okay, oh, it's because Pirates hundred million of them. No, it's because Star Trek two thousand nine I think is the best reviewed, which we've seen. Yeah, and let's say. War for the Planet of the Apes is the best reviewed one. Uh yeah, on it, that list. It
1: is uh and also is just the best one even if I it's should, not. I
0: should have rewatched that.
1: I uh, yeah. yeah, I mean I feel I feel pretty good uh what are you pretty good say? about this take, It's Gone Planet of the Apes. I know,
0: but I love that Star Trek.
1: That Star Trek is so fucking good. Don't hear what I'm not saying. It's so fucking good. The Chris Pine Star Treks are all fun,
0: but you know that I like me some fun, lighthearted bullshit.
1: Sure. All right,
0: we'll go. We'll go. Planet of the Apes. I agree. I agree. War is great. War is. I. Uh, you know War what? War is I, great. i say said. I say. It. You know
1: what I like? Mm. I like when apes together strong. Okay. <laughs>
0: Quality control. Uh, uh, <laughs> excuse, <laughs> uh. Why do we have the big point like one? the two longest running franchises on this list outside that are of, just like
1: full of seven movies in the <laughs> middle that nobody knows what they are? I mean, no, hang on—the fucking James Bond universe. This, this is just this has got to be Star Trek. This
0: is why the averages are here, though.
1: Okay, sure.
0: And yeah, Star Trek's higher on both averages. All right, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I, I just mean like the, the Star Trek franchise. I, I know it to be true that you will find people out there yeah. that are like the best Star Trek is Voyage Home, uh, or uh, there's other there's others yeah, that sure, I, I uh, what's this? I don't know it doesn't matter but like, you, you search know for you, I yeah no for I'm search for Spock but like I'm I'm trying to think of like Star Trek four uh, is Voyage Home uh, yeah or Star Trek six there's there's one that like quotes a line from Hamlet. Oh, I, uh, which I'm, I'll th- I'll think of by the, by the time the
0: Star <laughs> Trek podcast
1: is over. I
0: Hamlet, I. Uh, it's from an episode of the original series. Oh no, it's from the Voyage Home.
1: The Voyage Home,
0: which is four.
1: Okay, the the point is like no one's looking at a uh, Planet of the Angels Apes and four. Ministers
0: of Grace, defend us.
1: I. Uh, yeah. And there's there's so many Planet of the Apes movies in the middle that just like no one knows what they are, mm. and that is uh, yeah right. that is why I vote
0: as good Star a reason Trek. as any. Thank you. Gross consistency. There's got to be started start Star Trek. Trust me. Oh whoops.
1: I made the wrong vote. There we go. All right. So Star Trek has taken quality control and gross consistency. We are on.
0: To franchise growth. All right, now here's the issue: we uh, got two recent trilogies yeah. of these movies, and they can't get a Star Trek four made, but we are getting a new Planet of the Apes movies next year. I. That's a direct sequel, by the way. Is that true? Yeah, they just. I'll look. Did it I know the, that? The, I don't know. I don't think I did. You know who's doing it? Is West. Uh oh, how the Maze this, Runner? Movies. All
1: right, yeah, this does sound familiar. I think I probably did know this.
0: Well, they just released the um, synopsis, which I'll find. Okay. I this is not a. I told you this was based on a French novel. Would that freak you out? The Called Planet of the Apes thing. Le Planète des Singes.
1: I no, I guess that would. Uh, I wouldn't say that that freaks me
0: out. Are you freaked out right now. <laughs> Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, West Bowl. Years after the events of war for the Planet of the Apes, many ape clans have emerged in the oasis where Caesar led his fellow apes to, while humans have regressed into a feral state. One ape leader prevents the teachings of Caesar to enslave other clans in search of the last traces of a secret human technology, while another ape embarks on a journey to find freedom side by side of a young girl i yeah i think
1: that this isn't as strong a point because it's television based but like star trek continues to live in tv
0: oh what a good point though no that's true and it's the huge those shows yeah paramount has been yeah they got like six of those for all they're worth yeah all right go ahead put, i put, put star trek for that i like that i like that all
1: right I like that. <laughs> i like that uh, by the way, the uh, this isn't a direct uh, thing from Hamlet. I think I was just mistaken, but the undiscovered country is what I was oh, uh, right, yeah, yeah. what I was trying to think of.
0: Hey, listen, longevity. Which one uh, is was earlier, Planet of the Apes? I say, give it that.
1: Uh, Planet of the Apes was earlier, yes. Though, like, do we do we think that Planet of the Apes was as uh, a yeah, as in the conscience during its uh, its middle run there? You bl- like I, 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 once again am, Jesus, uh, am pretty confident that <laughs> <Jesus>.
0: <laughs> once again, man, I, I once Jesus.
1: again am highlighting too many things on the Excel sheet and weirdly <laughs> dragging the page up. I just like uh, I'm, I'm very confident that uh, search for Spock and Voyage Home and Final Frontier, etc. Okay,
0: you love them. We were get it. a
1: were just a bigger deal than what about the Planet uh, of the
0: Apes show? The TV show, The Planet of the Apes. Does that freak you out? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> what show, where? <laughs> 14 episodes. Don't worry about it. 1968, <laughs> 1970, 71, 72, 73, and that was it. Like, is there is there a
1: person alive that saw Conquest of the Planet of the Apes?
0: <laughs> yes. Con- cl- the, so, so many. Uh, $9.7 million worth of people did. In yeah, but are they still kicking? Listen, I I, I agree. Give it to Star Trek then. Because Pl- there were five Planet of the Eight movies in five years. Ooh. Uh, and then they took a break for 18 years. No, 28 years. And Tim Burton made his. And then we had a 10-year break, movie-wise. Yeah. So fine.
1: All right. So that is a, yeah, that is a win for Star Trek.
0: Wow. The 13th seed, Men in Black, takes on the 20th seed, Twilight. Best film goes to Men in Black. It does. Quality control, it goes to Men in Black. There's good movies there. Gross consistency goes to Twilight for sure.
1: Absolutely. That was a and uh, juggernaut.
0: Franchise growth. Twilight? I yeah. Mean, they tried to reboot Men in Black. It did not work. No,
1: it in fact, it so, failed. <laughs> all right,
0: throw, throw it up there. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's a, uh, yeah, that's now, a pick for Now, Twilight. Twilight had
0: all their movies at once. Right. Five years, five movies, something like that. Men in Black did come back Uh, in 2013, 12, 2012, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Men in Black 3. That must be right. And was very successful, and that was... Fifteen years after uh, the first one, so maybe that's a thing. Yeah,
1: no, I, I mean, I think that's definitely a thing. Uh, and I'm, I'm, def- I'm voting for Men in Black for that
0: reason. Uh, you yeah.
1: too. Legacy, oh boy! <laughs> 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 if, I, if I'm discounting the legacy of Pirates of the Caribbean because of <laughs> no,
0: stop it! Are you really? <laughs>
1: I'm just saying. I he killed a man on live T V. <laughs> Chris Rock died and nobody talks about it. Certainly not Chris Rock. Um I wanna make a special, whereas like listen, neither you nor I are Twi guys. But that's cute. Thank you. I'm a Bry guy. But that, Well, Bry is not a contender, so
0: Brylight Wait, what's the first part of that? Oh yeah, starlight, bright light, first star <laughs> I see tonight. I, uh, Twilight is
1: a huge deal for a large number of people. I think those people locked onto the movies. Like I, I don't think your Twilight book fans are out here, uh, saying that. The movie's disappointed us. Do you want me
0: to look up a certain mutual letterbox (laughs) person? No, it's (laughs) fine. See what rating they give the movies.
1: Uh, No, I I know off the top of my head (laughs) the vibes. (laughs) I so I'm I'm not I'm not necessarily voting for Twilight. I'm just kind of making the case because I think the case is to be made. It's To be made. Whereas you also
0: got the cast. Yeah. You do have the cast. You have the cast, I uh, and like sure, Men in Black cemented Will Smith's box office benefatio, but, but I mean it's it's still like Will Will
1: Smith, uh, heinous crimes aside, is, uh, is one of the like most recognizable box office stars of uh-huh. his generation and men in black is uh his second most signature franchise
0: after Bad boys. really yeah i would say it's men in black mm. I don't remember
1: what all right well maybe it's men in black I, <laughs> uh, i like i i don't i don't think it is but i you're you're saying that means that it's kind of neck and neck uh, in my mind i uh, and that's like a big deal and i think once he gets out of the hague and time passes uh people will forgive will smith i uh, so it's it's tough i'm right being where we are right now and we're we're conducting this tournament right now we're not doing it in five years i i kind I kind of, I kind of convinced myself while I was making the case. I'm leaning Twilight. I what do you too. think? No, I think it's Twilight. You think Twilight? Yeah. When you, when you were, when you said that Kristen Stewart was in it, and that
0: uh, and Robert Pattinson, Robert Pattinson Anna, Anna who is the Batman. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Reeser. <laughs> Taylor Lautner.
1: Sure. Do you want me to vote Men in Black? Because I will. Michael I,
0: Sheen. <laughs> He was he was David Frost.
1: (laughs) I we're tied at three.
0: Who's the other big guy? I who pla Lutz. Kellen Lutz.
1: Yeah, Kellen Lutz.
0: Yeah. He was the nephew of uh or cousin of Lutz from Thirty Rock. That's why he was on the show. I
1: see. I was I was gonna say, are you talking about Lutz from Thirty Rock? We made it to Milestones for the first time this evening.
0: All right, Milestones, men in black Nominated for three Oscars, 1-1. Which Oscar did it win? Uh, it won Best Original Song. No, no, wasn't nominated.
1: <laughs> I beg your pardon.
0: <laughs> I. Isn't that crazy that like it's like, you know, you're like, original songs should be dead, they don't make it anymore. Even when they had them, they didn't nominate them. <laughs> yeah, see, this is what I'm talking about, man. I. How do you not nominate it? Visual effects? I don't no. know. What did it, what, what did it Makeup, Rick Baker, uh, yeah, baby. Yeah, okay. Um, it all Men in Black the first one was the third biggest opening in history at the time, and twice did it have the biggest Fourth of July opening. Men in Black, Men in Black two, Donning Will Smith the title, Mister Fourth of July. Twilight had the biggest single day opening for New Moon and the third biggest opening of in history for New Moon. I got to tell you, I'm very surprised there aren't more milestones for Twilight.
1: Yeah, I would have expected that there were some serious. Uh, statistics being put up by that franchise I, I mean
0: they're great numbers but just not a lot of uh they, they released them in you know areas where other movies have done better yeah i so by that by that measure i think this is a I think so too. this is pretty
1: this is pretty clearly Woo! men in black squeaking it out uh that was a uh that was a close one though good congratulations paper, to twilight i
0: would have said twilight would, t- would have taken that matchup, but all right. The 14th seed Godfather franchise takes on the 19th seed MonsterVerse franchise. Let's do this quickly, shall we? <laughs> Best film: The Godfather. Yep. Quality control: <laughs> the, the Godfather. Godfather. Gross, Gross consistency. consistency. <laughs> oh, probably the MonsterVerse. <laughs> throw one point point over for the MonsterVerse, please. Yeah, that that seems right. Franchise growth: The MonsterVerse. Yeah. Longevity. I'm though, st- though, <laughs> you're forgetting about the
1: contract what's it called Toda? no the the show about the godfather oh what's it called the the offer the offer you're forgetting about makes the an offer, offer. He, can't refuse. he
0: couldn't he tried <laughs> he did uh, uh no, i did I'm... forget about that <laughs> that's why it's not getting the point longevity good point i mean what are we talking about here the Like the longevity of the Godfather is in its reputation. Is that legacy? I think that's in
1: legacy. Let's make this quick.
0: Monsterverse gets longevity. Yeah. Legacy goes to Godfather. It does. Milestones. Let me just check my notes here. Uh, It'll go to the Godfather. (laughs) I'm not even going to read them, folks. Let's just say. Monsterverse revived the North American. (laughs) That's a good stat. That's true. Yeah. Uh The Godfather is one best picture twice, two films in the, <laughs> the National Film Registry it was the biggest movie of all time.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That is uh The Godfather. All right. The fifteenth seed Iron Man takes on the eighteenth seed to Hungle Games. Uh well put. <laughs>
1: I don't know what so wrong is, about that. This. this is why you're the host. <laughs> and I'm the guy who can't remember the name of the offer. Uh best film. Yeah,
0: I don't know what to put here. I really like Catching Fire. I mean, Catching Fire is good. Uh, I'll go with Iron Man. Everyone yeah, else, everyone will get mad at me if I don't. <laughs> Quality control. Everyone will get mad <laughs> at you if you don't. <laughs> Quality control I might go Hunger Games. I. Uh,
1: so Hunger we Games got
0: two through four, are all like varying degrees of good. Sure. Uh, is Hunger Games bad? I don't still think it's as good as uh, Catching Fire. Okay. I, the Iron Man movies,
1: yeah, it's, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go Hunger Games there. I think that, I think that that's, that's fine. I, gross consistency.
0: You've got, that's true. It's gotta be Iron Man. Because the Hunger Games m- kept making less domestically, after the second one, third and fourth were drops. Okay, and yeah, Iron that's... Man three went up over Iron Man two at least. That Iron is Man a... three was a billion dollar movie. That's, came a, that's a good point.
1: You're making good points. I uh, so Iron Man goes up to one franchise growth. I uh, what what did what did you just say?
0: What did I say? I made a billion dollars.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. Hunger, the Hunger Games three and four went down, and All right. Iron Man three made a billion dollars, uh, and also and also just like, you know, we're we're not wrapping the uh, wrapping the Avengers stuff in here, but like, I uh, thank you. It did it did just like the growth was big, leading towards things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Longevity. Yeah. So let's let's keep let's keep this in its uh, in the in its box. Iron Man made three movies in five years. Hunger Games made four movies in three in years. three years. Uh yeah. Those are they
0: made more. they had one more movie to do. Yeah,
1: but they made more by turning one movie into two movies. In a bit of a craven way. That's true. That's a good Uh, way to
0: keep a a franchise going. It would keep the longevity. Apparently not. Split a book No one saw
1: it. Uh, It's not true. I know it's not true. I exaggerated a bit. He's joking. Sorry, Jennifer. (laughs) Sorry, Josh Hutchinson. I don't apologize to that man. (laughs) I... Yeah, I mean, I... I still, I still feel like it's Iron Man, like when when it's so close, they basically existed for the same amount of time in my mind and basically made the same amount of movies. But like, they could have kept making Iron Man movies. Uh, instead, they were they All were right, doing a good other point. things. Throw
0: Iron Man about. There you go. both Iron Man and Cap in the next round because no way Jumanji. Well, Jumanji could win this, which is sure. Crazy. There's things happening. All right, uh, Jumanji, the the one season. <laughs> <laughs> Jumanji, the 17th seed, takes on the 16th seed, Captain America. Best film goes to either of the Captain America sequels. Yes. I would say Civil War. And I would say, say Winter, Soldier. Winter Soldier. Quality Control, Captain America. Yes, indeed. Gross Consistency. Well, Captain America was pretty consistent in the fact that it just kept going up. Jumanji, oh, the Jumanji movie to, to the remember next. you're gonna have to account for zathura yeah you're right so it's gonna be it's gonna be captain america yeah when's yeah. that one all right they zathura shouldn't have made zathura. zathura didn't make any money gross consistency no we did that nope. franchise, franchise growth, growth. oh see hang on see yeah i mean this is like hold on now hold on please
1: <laughs> i'm holy. i, I don't even <laughs> all right well then you go
0: uh i don't know i'm losing my mind um i well, think it's jumanji yeah
1: well you look for your mind i'm gonna vote for jumanji, <laughs> it's jumanji. no it's just it is I jumanji think it is. Cap captain america was like started big and stayed big and got a little bigger uh jumanji like
0: <laughs> well he started skinny and then sure. he got big and he then jumped he on that grenade and he stayed big <laughs> He got a little bigger yeah
1: yeah you know they should have brought back tommy lee jones <laughs> he was long dead. I don't care. He froze in the fucking yeah, ice he, like, too. When he
0: went back in time and was on the base camp and Endgame, sure. Tony just walks by.
1: Yeah, that'd be great. Or just it turns out that he also froze in ice in a separate incident.
0: Longevity might be Jumanji. Uh,
1: all right, so let's uh let's see. Jumanji made its first movie in nineteen ninety five. A movie that I was uh, very surprised to learn that people don't like at all. Right. Uh, it's just very weird to me that movie's important. Uh. (laughs) Movie's important? Yeah. Is
0: that what you said? Important to what?
1: My life. (laughs) Robin Williams' career. No. (laughs) That little boy who turned into a monkey. (laughs) Remember that? Uh, not really. He got stuck in the floor and had to spit the dice. (laughs) As a monkey. A lot of things happen to that little boy. I don't know. What
0: you're about. All right. When's the last time you
1: saw Jumanji? I don't know. I was seven. <laughs> seven <laughs> Something, maybe ten. How is this movie not a bigger deal in anyone's life but mine? I don't <laughs> understand. I I swear to God on, I would I would have put Jumanji on like the same like I, I thought of it as like Ghostbusters. Like back to the future. You're gonna put big or huge part of your life. I big. Big is fine. But then we do this tournament, and I find there's like nobody likes Jumanji but me. Oops. Like it's one of the main reference points I have for Robin Williams. especially especially like as a child when I wasn't watching Goodwill Hunting yet. Like it's it's Jumanji.
0: All right, we'll what year what, is it? He says. We'll see what Ahmad says. <laughs> okay, longevity I think does go to Jumanji. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it does. It it, sto- it stopped. Uh, I'm not agree with uh, you. He said, "Yeah, I loved it." Oh, thank God.
1: Uh, yeah. All right. So Jumanji's is taking, yeah, taking longevity, and then we get into Legacy, uh, where the world does not agree with uh, me nor Ahmad. <laughs>
0: Uh, uh legacy there's no stats for any of these
1: uh yeah i mean like the the legacy of captain america to my mind is that it's 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 a huge part of the uh the whole avengers project uh and is just like the best individual marvel franchise i, I agree i think like, so yeah for sure
0: without question yeah i uh, and Jumaji had zathura it, which, it was the best movie of the bunch, and no one saw it, uh, which is
1: unfortunate. I uh, so, yeah, Captain America. They both move
0: on the both Avengers. All right, here we go. Here are the matchups for two weeks from now. Okay, all right. Spider Man takes on fellow Avenger Captain America. There's That's cool. A... That's fun. Uh, Harry Potter, cool. yes. Harry Potter, that one. It did takes on hold on harry potter takes on star trek okay avengers will take on men in black
1: okay the surprisingly strong men in black
0: fast and furious takes on jurassic Ooh, big universal franchises. That's, big universal. That one's franchises. fun. That, that one's good. I like that. Batman takes on the Godfather. Oh boy. Woof. Oh boy. Let's hope Batman doesn't need to get to legacy or milestones. <laughs> uh, well, legacy might take it. Um. Uh. Oh God. What one is this? What one between Mission Impossible and Oceans? Uh, oh, Mission Impossible. One. Yeah, that's going to be Mission Impossible. Impossible takes on Shrek. That's big. That's that's yeah, that's very interesting. That's big. Uh, the Lord of the Rings will take on, in a shocking turn of events, the Conjuring franchise. What if the Conjuring wins again? I don't think it will. Probably not. Um. And Iron Man will take on the Man himself, the one who holds the cold iron. 007.
1: the man James with the Bell. iron heart. I, uh, that's cool. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot, that's wow, a lot of good wow, matchups. Wow!
0: Wow! 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 Hey, no, is the remote right there? Uh, the remote is not right here. Is it over there? I, uh, who's to say? On the blanket over there. Uh,
1: yes, on the blanket over okay, there. We go get it. For where it is,
0: guys? We have an early reaction. I'm gonna make this pretty quick. Uh, we don't even had one in a while, and so I feel like we need one. And there's a lot of big trailers that have come out, and we've missed them. So I didn't want to miss a chance for this one. Noah has not seen the full trailer for The Little Mermaid. The Little Mermaid that could. Directed by Rob Marshall. Uh, Little Mermaid trailer just came out. We saw, of course, the thing everybody saw uh, during the Oscars, the little tease. But he hasn't seen the full trailer, So We're going to stop the recording, watch it. We're going to come back. Noah will give his instant reaction and his instant prediction for the film's opening weekend. We'll just stop the recording, which I know you're like, please do so. We'll come back, and it'll be, as always, seem less. Directed by Rob Marshall, starring Halle Bailey, a guy named Jonah H- Hoyer King as Eric DeV Diggs plays Sebastian Aquafina Scuttle, a character I forgot existed. Me too. And Jacob Tremblay as Flounder. Oh, and Javier Bardem as King Triton, and of course, Melissa McCarthy perfect casting as Ursula. Indeed. Noah, what did you think of uh, the trailer? I hate this shit. I'm
1: so fucking sick of it. It's so bad. You, there. I mean, I don't. I don't know how many times I can say this shit, but like cartoons especially just like classic Disney capital C cartoons mm-hmm. are good because they're vibrant and colorful and whimsical and magical and this just straight up looks like fucking Aquaman little just m- like it's just like dark and serious and like King Triton is like a king with a, a, he's a he's king in Italy, yeah I know but he was like He's a big man with a big chest, in the other one. Yeah, but he was also just like colorful. It's all it's all colorful. None of these movies have any fucking color in yeah. them, and it's just like just the the little the little thumbnail of that trailer. Yeah, it's a great looks sky. like it's in it's black a great and sky. white. I agree. I uh, and she's swimming around, and it's trying it's trying to be like, what if there actually were mermaids? Like this is what it would look like. Like, get the fuck out of here. Some I color. hate There's it. Some color here.
0: I hate it. I, all right, Linda Miranda did, did new some new songs for us. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know how I feel about the fish looking like fish and the the crabs looking like crabs. You yeah, I mean? this is this is what I'm talking. You've got a fucking talking Jamaican crab. Like, look, that's just like flounder is just like a looks like a fish and his it does. eyes. His eyes are weird because of it, and like Ursula's like an octopus, but she's got a lady half. Yeah, she doesn't look like an octopus. <laughs>
1: I know. I know, it fucking sucks <laughs> so
0: much. I also don't think Eric is that cute. He's got to be cute. I do like the the uh, glow in the dark thing because they're under the sea for her tentacles. Yeah, and like Muslim car. I mean, she's gonna crush him. Sure, Macar- she's gonna crush the shit. Um, but I, I, I tend to agree with you. I, the, I don't know. I'm so conflicted. Cause like the shot of her coming out of the water with the braids and like that, there's just, uh-huh. it's great. It looks great. The, she does a great job with the music as far as we can hear. She's got a great voice, you know, but like, look at this, look at this crab they show here. Yeah. It's just, that's it, weird looking. It, it, it's just a crab, but with fucking googly eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I also think it's weird that the trailer... I don't think it's a good trailer, and I'll tell you why. The trailer ends with the line, we don't, we don't have to be enemies. And that's the last <laughs> thing we hear anyone say in the trailer. Not like, you know, for love or, or Eric or right. like whatever. You know, I just... Do you know what I mean? I, I mean, I think this that... This is a color... Under the Sea looks colorful. I
1: think that the thing to focus on is that the last thing we hear in the trailer is part of your world. Yeah. Uh, like, no nobody cares what people say. But I do. You know, I, I mean. I've, I've
0: watched this like three times now. And I I I was like, why is that the last line of dialogue? Yeah, I I th- I think your uh
1: you know Joe moviegoer is not uh, gonna be focusing too much on we don't have to be enemies or whatever it is yeah, that somebody says.
0: It doesn't mean we have to be enemies. Yeah. You are a human. You are a mermaid. He is a human. This doesn't mean we have to be enemies. <laughs> like trailer dialogue. That's what you say before. Then you get into like the emotional, like yelling in the trailers. So I just anyway. Yeah, it ends with her on the rock doing the you know. Yeah. Some, um. May, twenty sixth Memorial Day weekend, twenty twenty three. What do you think the Little Mermaid is opening to?
1: I uh, well let me uh, let me put it to you this way. Are you looking up what other ones have opened up? No, not. Uh, I was looking up to see if I'd done a uh, yeah, done an early reaction and could cheat here. And I don't For see this? one on a quick. No, I'm just like oh, on any, of the any, any of the regular ones. And it doesn't seem that I'm able to cheat. So I just got to pick a number. <laughs> I, listen, here's what I think. I think that a part Starting of your world is like loud. top five. Most important Disney song.
0: Part of your world.
1: Yeah, uh, Under the Sea is huge. Like this movie's got some top tier Disney songs. I mm-hmm.
0: uh, what comp do you want? I'll pull it up afterward.
1: Okay. Uh what, so I mean it's Lion not King? it's not it's not gonna be Beauty and the Beast. I don't think it's gonna be Lion King.
0: I'll pull up. I'll pull up the three. I'll pull up Lion King, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast. About
1: Okay. Uh, what did junk? How about Jungle Book? Was oh, okay. That- yeah.
0: You want Jungle? All okay, right. Hold on. I'm not gonna tell you now, but yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But, uh, yeah. I'm gonna say this. This comes out. You said May Memorial Day. Memorial Day. May Memorial Day. I. Uh, yeah, I'm. This. This is probably also just me like fighting against my. I don't know negativity.
0: Where. I don't know how.
1: I'm going to. I'm gonna give this a. Big old. It seems so stupid. No, I'm seventy million dollars. Okay, that'd be pretty
0: bad. That would be pretty bad. All right, well, I was,
1: I was, I was thinking about going lower. So, good. I think
0: this is going to be enormous. Okay. Uh, Beauty and the Beast opened in March of 2017. To the tune of $174 million. Sure.
1: that Jungle Book. That, Beauty ahead. and the Beast is like
0: definitively the big one, right? Oh, I'd say the Lion King is. Okay. Jungle Book opened in April of 2016 to the tune of $103 million. Okay. That, all that hurts. The Lion King opened in May of 2019 to the tune of $191 million. Uh-huh. And Aladdin opened Memorial Day weekend 2019, same weekend as this, with $91 million or a four-day $117 million. Okay. All right. Well. And I think that this and those songs, that song and Under the Sea, I, you know Aladdin's my jam. Sure. The nostalgia is going to be creeping under the skin like bamboo and fingernails. It's going to get it into everyone. Uh, and I think it's going to be a generational event. They've originally made like eighty-nine million dollars, but like it, I think that those tunes are going to be hard to resist for generations of people.
1: All right, all right, yeah, I, I, I feel hearing those numbers that I've undershot it. Yeah, that's okay. It's, it's. I mean, it's on the board. I can't, it's on the I board. can't change it now. Noah, I, I, I would have liked uh, having have heard those right? numbers. No, just I. Having heard those numbers, I probably would have said 100 million dollars. Do you
0: want to change how we do this? The early no. reactions?
1: No. I I, I mean, I got it. I got to be learning this stuff. All right. But uh But that's just that's. That's what that's what I meant, and I'll get credit for what I said. But what I what I was what I meant in that context is about 100 million dollars, right. which it sounds like would still be a pretty big disappointment for you.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm expecting more than I'm expecting this to do more than Aladdin. Okay. Let me ask you something. Yeah. What would you recommend for the folks this week slash weekend?
1: I listen, guys, Shazam two is coming out and you, you have the, so many other options.
0: Do you know the tagline?
1: Uh, Yeah. It's furry of the gods.
0: <laughs> uh, free of the gourds. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, scream I see scream. Yeah, I definitely see scream. I agree. Go with some friends. That guy got stabbed. Oh, Remember that? Which one? The in the oh, yeah. <laughs> at the end. Yeah. You know what? There's a lot of killing in it, and it's fucking cool. Yeah. Um, listen. That's just, it's just it. It's it's a, it's a ton of fun. Uh, it's got a great opening scene like they always do, and it's a blast. Go with my advice. Go with some friends. Get a cocktail at the bar beforehand. Get some popcorn and have a laugh. Here's my advice. Go with some enemies,
1: and that way like you advice. can keep your eyes on them. I don't like this. <laughs> and you won't be surprised by one of them fucking stabbing you now, I a got bunch enemies, of times got a lot chess. of enemies
0: <laughs> got a lot of people that are trying to drain me of my energy how they doing uh well they're trying to take it away um i i also say scream 6 i say go with that Noah, yep. plug us up. You can come find us at what's in the box
1: We are on Twitter at WitboxOffice. That is also our Instagram handle. I am on Twitter at I'm Noah a Brian
0: Server DSURB or beer, and I'm also that on Letterboxd.
1: I'm on Letterboxd too. Find me yourselves. Uh, the feed for our podcast. <laughs> if you find me, <laughs> anywhere, you'll find him. Anywhere podcasts are found. We are on Stitcher. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. Uh, just like part of your world is. So you can do a twofer there. You can listen to us and then part of your world on spotify
0: next week uh we have less to talk about which is awesome hell yeah <laughs> so long the awards we got uh <laughs> the round of 32 begins original uh matchups go head-to-head original franchises it's gonna be a ton of fun And also, Shazam, is it going to continue the box office hot streak? We'll find out next week. This has been What's in the Box Office. I have been your host, Brian. And I've been your host, Noah. We'll see you next week. And until then, go see a movie.